Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi The Next Class. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. This show is not for kids, as we have frank discussions about sex, drugs, and violence. Listener discretion advised. Welcome back, everyone. Hey. Hey, party in the house. <laughs> um, we're... Uh, Marianne and I, who I have my as my guest, Marianne Carlson. Hello. Um, we're recording on location at the house she's babysitting at. There are <laughs> children age appropriate for Degrassi in the house. Luckily, there's another sitter here. There was three of us. Uh, oh, jeez. Babysitting the crap out of those kids. AKA, I was like, do I have to buy food on my way or can I just eat what's in the house? And Marianne was like, we're making breakfast for dinner. Nice. So had myself a nice egg sandwich. Yeah, I'm ready to talk about some Degrass. And we also were like, kids, you should watch Degrassi on Netflix, but don't listen to this podcast. Mm -mm. (laughs) So, so maybe they're going down there to start it right now. They probably, let's hope. They're Mm -hmm. now they're gonna watch Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, like normal kids, right? (laughs) Uh, It's only as adults watching Degrassi. Um, but yeah, so uh, today we are talking about season two, episode nine, hashtag these are my confessions. Um, but yeah, we want to get going with some juicy information from Marianne based on these uh, formed questions from Jesse. <laughs> All right. So what were you like in high school versus who you are today? Um, in high school... I was extremely shy. I went to, first of all, let me preface this with that. I went to a New England prep school, Ooh. Lawrence <laughs> Academy in Groton, Massachusetts. Is that West? Um, it, no, it's in the East. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. It's just, nor- it's by Lowell. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And um, so I moved from a school of all children from Westford. Um, Massachusetts. into Westford, Massachusetts, into a diverse school of half border, half day, um, and wait, half border, half day. Yes, that means like no some so, means. some kids lived there. Some kids lived there because there were kids. One of my best friends was from Japan. Well, that's right. Oh, Remember, yes, and so my brother dated a girl from Germany. Oh. We, ja, danke. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we we I was basically friends with the international students, <laughs> not as. Black white people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I was really shy because like, I don't know, it was meeting new, meeting new people is the hardest thing for, and it still is for me to do. But once I get to know somebody, I'm like, yes, done. Best friends forever. Oh, it's crazy because Marianne often talks about being like shy and stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking mm-hmm. about? I was like, <laughs> yeah. When we go out drinking, it's Everyone's like, Marianne's life of the party. Right. I'm like, where's this social anxiety, Marianne? Like, where's well, like- there wasn't alcohol in high school. I, yes. Yeah, and that's true. Right. And there it, still, it still is here when I'm in a group of like people I do not know. And I usually like cling on to one person. But um, high school, my so because my high school was a, a prep school, it was really, it was weird. I was just remembering this the other day too, talking to another friend of ours. And like it you had to play a sport. We didn't have gym class. Hmm. What? So, yes. There was no gym class. That's so crazy. So after yeah. school, you had to play a sport. So I oh. played field hockey, ice hockey, oh, and lacrosse. So they, okay, so instead of having rec- like gym class, mm-hmm. you were forced to play a sport. Yes. Everyone had to be on a team. Yes. Were there still tryouts? Um, or? For varsity, yeah. Okay. So I was mostly on JV teams because I wasn't really into the sports. I mm-hmm. liked theater. And so after practice I'd go to rehearse the play nice. <laughs> like and so I was because the school was small it's like you're friends with kind of everybody 
but you know, people liked me and people were like, yeah, they were nice to me, but I like never went to teen parties. Mm. If there were any, maybe there weren't, but like (laughs) (laughs) in my mind, there wasn't any. There's no keggers. There was no keggers. There was no bush parties. I I didn't know about any of the parties in high school. Oh no, I, so my best friend in high school, Anna, she drank through pretty much all of high school and they purposefully didn't invite me to those parties because they knew that I was like mad afraid of getting caught. Yep. <laughs> like I was just, I I was convinced that like if I put alcohol to my lips, cops would kick down the door. Yep. Be like, Everybody on the ground. Yep. You're all going to jail for life. You're going to jail. Like, yeah. So that's, so yeah. they just knew not to invite me to their, to their teen drinking parties. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure there were parties, but I just never went or was invited or whatever. But like, you know, I'd hang out in the dorm rooms and like girls could go to the guys dorm rooms but guys could go to the girls dorm rooms. <laughs> what? Yeah. It was wild. Um, I wild guess, like, times at Lawrence Academy. That is so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was quiet. I remember, so here's something funny, because I'm a sheltered child. Um, I was drawing, a, in ninth grade, I was drawing on the board, because I was a nerd, and drawing a picture of a cat, <laughs> and I gave it a nice big tail, and these boys, I think they were, it was either Ra- Adam or Ryan Fall, I can't remember Those which one. assholes. They're twins. Um, <laughs> I'm friends with them on Facebook. <laughs> so when they listen to this, I tag exactly. it and listen and hear you were talking shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So one of them was like, look, at you drew the cat with a boner. And I was like, what's that? Because I had no idea. If we had gone to school together, I would have been the kid in class and been like, Marianne, come here. I'll tell you what a boner is. Thank I'll- you so much. I didn't have one of those. I would I would have told you what a boner was. Oh, that's all would've... I needed. I just needed someone to tell me what a boner is so I could move ahead in my life. But you needed somebody. You needed a latchkey kid in your mm-hmm. life. To- I did. I did. I needed somebody not as sheltered. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, and so in comparison with nowadays, I definitely have a lot more confidence in myself. And so, you know, I, I think in high school, I hid my true self mm-hmm. a lot and didn't like express who I am or even know who I was. Right. And now that I'm 37, <laughs> I went to school in the 90s, high school, 96, 1996, class of 2000. Um, oh, yeah. Yes, I graduated in 2000, guys. What was it like thinking the world was going to end oh, it when was you graduated? wild. <laughs> We had to turn off our computer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Get off the internet. <laughs> I need to use the phone. Mom, my phone. <laughs> um, and so now that I'm older and wiser, um, I think I still make friends the same way, um, which is very shy at first. But then once somebody opens up to me, I'm like, there's for life. Mm-hmm. Unless they fuck me over. And I hold a grudge for a little bit. Yeah. And I forgive them afterwards and it's fine, whatever. Um, but like having a few close friends and then just being friendly to everybody, which is kind of how exactly how I was in mm-hmm. high school. I had like my best friends were like Ava Akamatsu and Laura Kelleher. Laura, Laura Kelleher. She's an author now. I just saw on Facebook. Oh, yeah. good, for her. good for her. She wrote a story about she's from Korea. She was adopted. She wrote a story about going to Korea and finding her birth family. Wow. I was like, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, so that's 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 mm-hmm. that, and, I'm, and now I'm much more of a partier than right. Back in, I mean, my voice has changed and become sultry because I go out a lot. You'll constantly have party girl voice. <laughs> oh, should we ask her first? What I, we we didn't ask Lyndon yesterday last time, but he just answered it naturally. Your relationship with the grassy, just so people know. 
Well, I can answer that question. Yes. What? Yeah. What um, is your relationship? My relationship with Degrassi is I don't have one. Yep. <laughs> it's very new. It's very fresh. Um, I went over to Carly's house and we watched the old Degrassi, an episode. Oh, because I got you drunk. Right. And then I bought you a ticket to Dublin. Yeah. I think that was the agreement was that I was like, <laughs> if you get me drunk and hit purchase on this mm-hmm. ticket to Ireland... You, you have, have to, to watch, watch Degrassi. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we watched the episode with your um Manny costume. Santos. Yeah, you yeah. got the look. Yeah. I believe is the name of the episode. The mm-hmm. Manny Santos thong episode. Very important in the canon of Degrassi. Yes. And I think we watched like two or three of those episodes. Yeah. Um, and then I watched this one episode that we're talking about today. And I was like, who are all these people? I don't know them. <laughs> and then I was like text messaging. So like... The shows I watched in high school, again, 96 to 2000, mm. <laughs> and as you heard, I was a very busy bee with all of my <laughs> with all of my sports and theater and after school activities. Um, I didn't watch a lot of stuff, but I did watch like Saved by the Bell and um, and uh, Zach Morris is trash. Yep. Yeah. And um, <laughs> TJF, TJF, all those shows. Yes. Um, yes. Those, I mean, what a lineup. Yeah. They really had a fucking lit <laughs> yeah. ass program. It was, it was great, great in many those years. years. Yeah. Friday and Boy Saturday Boy. night. Cause Saturday yeah. and Snick. Yes. Yes. Oh, Snick. Yes. Man. Exactly. That's so Alex real. Mack. Like I loved, yes. the, I loved those, those, do those kids, are the shows that I watched. What do kids watch these days on Friday and Saturday nights? Like. They're YouTube and the, they, they watch the YouTube. Netflix. <laughs> they they like YouTube stars. They watch um, the YouTube. They ask me what my favorite YouTube star is. I'm like, I know. I I'm know. like, I don't know. I don't know. Didn't even know that this new one came out until currently. Yep. So I, I was like confused. You. I was like, wait a minute. So <laughs> you know, the only reboots I've watched is like Gilmore Girls <laughs> the mm. reboot or Fuller House. You love you love some Fuller House. <laughs> That's Stephanie. I love her. <laughs> really relate to her about a woman her age. Yep. Her character, <laughs> all crazy and wild, just like me. Um, As we're staring at a picture of a horse <laughs> acting wild. It is. The man is, I don't even know what he's sitting on. Large wheels. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's my, my. so I, I will probably be asking a lot of, who's this person? I had to text Carly Joe. <laughs> yeah, you know, I watched the episode twice because I was like, I don't even know. Okay. So the person that I would have a crush on, mm-hmm. on that show back then, would definitely have been... Girl in the glasses who took them off to go on the date. The boy that she was playing magic with. Oh, Hunter? Yes. Okay. So Hunter was definitely like the kind of quiet but cool, quirky, like a little, like the personality. Mm -hmm. He wasn't a jock. He wasn't like a nerd too much. Now you're ready for a surprise. Oh, Hunter's a nerd. Hunter is such a nerd. (laughs) Really? He brought a gun to school. (gasps) He didn't shoot anybody. (laughs) Well, in this episode, he's been through therapy now. So. Yes, great. Yeah. So, so that's that was, why. Yeah, that was your crush too, right, Jesse? Yeah. So it's yeah, fine. it's okay. So no, I I have no shame in that. I I'm sure. To drop the bomb on you. I'm sure that the boys that I had crushes on in high school also brought guns also to brought school. Guns to school. <laughs> Although it wasn't a thing till after Columbine, and that didn't happen till '98. Yeah, so. that's true. But also it's because you like white boys, so you know. It's true. <laughs> I mean, just by statistics, it's true. They probably it's at least true. one of them brought a gun to school. They at some all point. had guns, although not the boarding students. They'd get kicked out. And then nowadays, probably the same exact. My taste in men has not changed. Now he would have needed to grow a beard. <laughs> yeah, when he grows a beard, mm-hmm. I definitely will you. be getting on that. Um, 
Because like the that that guy that um the one blue haired girl is crushing on tiny. No, 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 no the um, blue haired girl. Oh, I'm sorry. I know who tiny is. Lola later has uh, blue hair. Sorry. Oh, okay. Anyways, so oh yeah, Zig. Zig, yes. So I feel like he's the one that probably everybody would be like, oh my God, Zig. But I was like, I don't I like mean, him. That's who Lyndon wanted. So. Right. But it's like for his body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? 100%. And so I didn't really like him. That other kid was a jerk. The one who brought that girl with the glasses and no glasses to the party. Oh, yeah. Boz. Yeah, I didn't like him so at all. His it's actually pronounced Baz. We found I was gonna out this say episode. they were. She was saying, yeah. This is the Baz. first time his name has been spoken out loud. Baz. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So we totally mispronounced like but- all these people's names at the beginning because they didn't <laughs> say them out loud until like several episodes in. I, you know what? And so I, you're just looking them up and reading them. What as. I'm confused about is that I want I, my question is: Is it like aunt versus aunt? Though I don't know. I mean, I tried to look up. I tried to look up pronunciations of it, and I couldn't find any. And whenever I listen to a podcast and somebody is being introduced, and they're like, "How do you say your name?" And a lot of times people are like, oh, "Either this way or this way." And they're like, "But mm. what do you prefer?" And they're like, mm-hmm. "Well, I don't. I don't yeah. care. Whatever you want to say." I need to. I'm, I'm gonna get on Tinder real quick and try and find somebody with that name. I'm sure I could. Yeah. And be like, "God, tell me how you pronounce your name." Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I think I would stick with like he just have to grow a beard. Yep. But that's in. the same kind of like owns a pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all you're looking for. Money. Money, money, money. <laughs> cool. Excellent. All right. So uh, we open with Grace testing Zig on his fake ID info. Uh, first things first, why is the ID from Florida? <laughs> that was my question. When they're in Canada, why were they like, let's get a foreign country ID? Right. Or is it just Degrassi always I trying to be America? Like, I feel like they're constantly doing things... To make it seem like it's more American. Like he's going to mm-hmm. Caltech. But they say Sori in California. They do absolutely say Sori <laughs> in a boot. You, yeah, it's palpable. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, Zig is worried that he doesn't look like Rory Tomlinson. And he doesn't. He doesn't. Alert. But Grace assures him <laughs> that they're basically identical. All the way down to the dimples. Mm. Yeah. Zig is shocked Grace has noticed his dimples when Tiny enters, assuming that Grace is in love with Zig. Because again, you noticed his dimples? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Honestly, though, I kind of feel like this is like a reductress article. Did you guys get that vibe of like, how to tell if she likes you by how many times she notices your dimples? <laughs> like, that's what it read to me. I was like, why are we, are we really reading into this? Um, I feel like dimples are just cute and people often notice right. them. Oh, they're very noticeable because they're unique. You have them. I have dimples. You do. <laughs> I've never talked to you about them. I know. Because, you're because not... again, I don't have a crush on you. Like, Wait. She has a crush on me. Is this why I'm single? Because I've never had a man say anything about my dimples. Mm-hmm. That one article that you wrote about that that you wrote that, that I wrote sent, that you sent me and it's not an article it's a meme. Yeah, <laughs> about the compliments. Yes. Yeah. So oh, I, I like yeah, that. I posted I this saw meme. That today. Uh, yeah, it's a good one, y'all. Go find it on Marianne's wall. If it was like a person <laughs> tied to a board and they're like, he's like, you can torture me all you want. I won't say anything. And the person's like, oh, you can withstand torture, but can you take a compliment? And it's like, <laughs> no. And he's like, your hair looks really nice. No. You can do this picture. It's really great. <laughs> no. It's not that good. <laughs> and I was like, Marianne, it's you. Um, anyways, they reveal the plan for the ID is because they want to buy a keg of beer for a keg party mm-hmm. to make money for Tiny's airfare to Caltech. Um, okay, so again, 
I don't plot holes. I Googled this because I was like, wait a minute. The drinking age in Canada is 19. Okay. And we've established that Zig is 18, right? Because mm-hmm. he because of that stripper thing. So like, do they not know a single 19 year old that right. would just go buy them a keg? Like, True. there's nobody in school that's already turned 19. Somebody got held back. Like, right. I don't remember any of that group having older friends from like the seasons before Next Class. Well, it's because they're like the first. They're like the first iteration. But they were they were in um, Next Generation with older kids. I don't remember them ever being friends with the older kids. No, but I mean, come on, nobody. <laughs> Nobody knows a 19-year-old, like... I guess not. I don't know. And because, like, the ID that they got was for, like, a... I, let me see. I think his birthday was in, like, 94. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which would clock old. them at, like, 25 <laughs> or something when this episode came out. Yeah. And I was like, y'all are really fucking stretching this. Like, You, you know, Maya should have asked Peter. Right, ask Peter. Where's where's uh, Maya's sister? Like, oh, yeah. Maya's got a older sister. Like, I'm just saying. I never had a fake ID. I never had a fake ID either. But I lost, I yeah, I lost, I lost my ID at college once behind my friend's bed. (laughs) We were just hanging out. We weren't doing anything nasty. But I couldn't find it, and so I had to get a new one. Um, But then my friend found it, and she was like, "Can I give this to so and so so they can use it as a fake ID?" And I was like, (laughs) "I guess, sure, whatever." So I drank beer one time in high school, and my mom <gasps> found out. What? Oh, no. <laughs> but I can't for the life of me remember how we got it. We mm. got like a six-pack between four people. So we had like right. a beer <laughs> so and a half getting, each. Yep. So you guys were lit. So drunk. I I remember <laughs> convinced – I mean, I and actually, I don't even think I asked her. I think Bethany one time, we were like grocery shopping, and I was probably like 19 or 20 – and there was like some Smirnoff drinks or something like that. And I was like, oh, those look good. And she was like, do you want me to just buy them for you? And I was like, what? Like, I know. And Bethany always seemed like a like, pretty straight lace to me. So I yeah. was like, what? Granted, she was doing way more <laughs> crazy shit in high school. Yeah. That would piss off her parents than I ever did. But I was like, oh my God, really? Okay. <laughs> I think my, oh my, my freshman year of college, a girl on my floor or someone, Shauna's roommate, mm-hmm. was dating a guy who drove a Coke truck. And he was older, so he'd get us beer. Yeah. And by beer, I mean Smirnoff, Smirnoff, yeah, Smirnoff, yeah. like Mike's hard. Yeah. And then there was one when we were our first friend turned twenty one. There was an an entire box of just liquor that oh, she man. brought. Oh man. Tequila, whatever. It was my first puke and rally, <laughs> where I just was in the bathroom hacking it all up and then i was like okay i'm ready to drink more oh my god and now that's who i am today oh my god <laughs> Jesse. Yeah, when i was like 19 my bff was like at least 21 i don't remember how old she was um shout out to alia who's definitely listening hey, hey. All right. My BFF Alio would buy me stuff for like when we'd go to parties down in like Western Mass in Connecticut. Mm, so mm-hmm. that was lucky. And then I also had like older coworkers at the convenience store I worked at. But what was like really frustrating was like I waited until I turned 21 and got the ID mm. to like buy it myself. And I go in and I'm all psyched to get carded. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and... The girl who worked there, not one of the ones who had bought me alcohol before, but just a different girl who worked there, was like, you aren't 21. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and so I could have been buying it this whole time. Oh, she my didn't God. Right. I wasn't 21. Oopsies. 
Whoops. So, Jesse, do you remember the birthday party? It must have mm-hmm. been your 20th. Was it your 20th? You weren't 21 yet, I don't think. It was either my 19th or my 20th. Yeah, because I think I was like 16. But so I I think I was 16 because I drove. So I must mm-hmm. have been at least 16. But so, Jesse, we were, you, you lived in Western Mass at the time, didn't you? Or something? Yeah, for like a summer. Yeah. I was subletting my friend's Yeah, apartment. so I drove out for Jesse's birthday party. And Bethany and Jesse were on the outs at the time. And so just me and I think Megan went or maybe mm-hmm. maybe maybe i was 15. it was megan megan drove me that's why i didn't drive so megan drove me anyways um i wasn't drinking but like they were you guys were drinking like smirnoff so it was like clear yeah. alcohol so after somebody finished one i like filled it up with water and was like i'm getting drunk <laughs> and i was like i was like fucking up my words and like tripping on things and, like, being, <laughs> and i was just like oh my you god you were like bethany's gonna kill me her sister's <laughs> drunk oh my god my cousin <laughs> And, like, I probably did it for, like, a solid couple of hours. And yeah. then finally was like, Jesse, there's been water in this this whole time. <laughs> I like, and sorry, I was not. drunk, so I didn't, like, pick up on the right. details. <laughs> I was right. just so worried about Beth finding out. I know. That's going to kill me. And I was like, hee hee. <laughs> let, me give Jesse, let me give my cousin crippling anxiety on her birthday. Ah, it's so funny. What a present. Yeah, I know. Such a, such a good person. Um, but it's funny looking back now. Anyways. <laughs> oh, it was um, pretty funny immediately. Once I realized you were joking, I'm like, thank God, but and I got a good laugh out of it. Right. Uh, anyways. Um, okay, cool. So, uh, Grace and Zig are jealous that they can't go to Caltech, but decide that they can't afford flights. Maybe they could road trip. Grace phone dings and she makes her mysterious exit because she's got a thing. <laughs> Tiny digs it and calls her a keeper. Zig agrees as Grace walks away smiling. Oh, I thought that they were going to, well, knowing teen drama shows, I was like, something's going to happen. Well, it was just so stupid because it's like, like, I don't know why in this episode, it's like they're just trying to cover their own tracks. Like, they're making Zig and Tiny say all this shit about Grace to, like, make her think, like, maybe Zig likes me. Mm -hmm. But they've just been, like, fucking blowing smoke up her ass this whole time because, you know, neither one of them would date her. (laughs) I know that feeling. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's why we had you on, Miss Unrequited Love. I, I really relate to Grace so much. And mm. I want to dye my hair blue. <laughs> That's why I dye. Well, mine's purple right now. Yeah. But that's why I dyed my hair blue. Looks good. I didn't necessarily identify with her, but I just liked her hair. Yeah. Next, uh, we've got VJ testing Yael on a random long division problem in a mostly empty classroom. I don't again why. I don't know what that was for. Why I'm you really glad that. that kid was in this episode. I, yeah, once because I was like, who is this VJ? Um, so wait, Baz, Baz. Yeah, uh, that's how she's saying. She, it. Is, yeah, that is. Um, I don't know. Uh, Baz feels more official, but Baz doesn't yeah. Baz. It's not Baz. Baz. Hey, Baz. Like, it sounds like you're from fucking Worcester. Worcester. Hey, Baz. Baz. What's up? Fuck you, kid. We're coming. We're coming for you, Baz. Baz, you're a fucking gay kid. Like, that's what it sounds like. Anyways, uh, Baz. Uh, He enters because he's got recreational business to discuss with Yael. She owes him a date. I know. (laughs) She owes him a date, and he'd like to take her to a party. Hmm. Um, did y'all look at this party flyer? Did you pause it and look at this part? Okay, well, let's break it down because it was pretty fucking gold. It says, send a nerd to science camp. Bush party. Party starts at noon. All white wardrobe required. $20 cover includes refreshments. Grace was wearing black pants. Yeah. And then there's a picture of a wooden barrel. Um, not a keg. It was definitely a (laughs) wooden barrel. Also... (laughs) 
what the fuck is a bush party? Because I had never, ever heard. Is it a Canadian thing? I have no idea, but don't worry. I asked the internet. Oh, okay. Um, And so according to uh, Urban Dictionary, we've got a couple definitions. One, a party held in a bush. (laughs) Two, a party held in a wooded area. Three, a party held in an urban area that has been overgrown vegetation, Mm. e.g. on, e.g. example, on a lot. Uh, areas near train tracks, etc. Oh, okay. so I have a lot of bush parties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, four, a party held on the outskirts of a suburban area while empty farmers' fields have yet to be, be developed. Okay. Um, also, there could be a sexual encounter between one man and two or more women. Okay. Oh. <laughs> or my favorite definition of a bush party... A party held to celebrate the day George W. Bush became an ex-president. Most Bush parties will take place on or around January 20th, 2009. Festivities include playing Bush's Cup, a drinking game wherein people take a drink every time ex-president Bush is mentioned on TV, Mm -hmm. while watching a 24-hour news network ceremonially setting Bushes on fire and other activities. (laughs) When is Bush mentioned on TV besides recently with the Ellen scandal? listen, this was clearly an old... This this party was supposed to be on January 20, 2009, so... Yeah, because that was when he he left office. That's when Obama came in. Yeah, so I was... um, If we were too busy celebrating Obama than celebrating not Bush. Y'all didn't have a Bush party? I no. didn't. I did all. I had I my bush busy. party in um, an empty field where farmers had not yet developed. <laughs> and I had a sexual encounter with uh, two Absolutely. or more women and a man while burning bushes and yeah. watching 24-hour news networks. Damn, mm-hmm. you nailed it. Where they mentioned I, George Bush. Where they mentioned George Bush. And that's, yep. how, that's why y'all got so drunk. So. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> Sorry I didn't invite y'all. Marianne, I didn't know you. Jesse, I guess no. I was just like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah. So, but but what I want to be duly noted because it comes up later. This episode was so full of continuity continuity errors; mm. I, it was driving me up a fucking wall. <laughs> that fucking invitation said party starts at noon. It sure Let's did. just all noon. lock that in. Party starts at noon. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, great. But another thing, so it said twenty dollars on the flyer. Yeah, yeah. it said twenty. Yeah, so because later it, there's an issue with she, Zoe. Yes, right. Ex- tr- exactly. So mm. whoever made the flyer fucked up. Is what I'm saying. Like the one, like you as a Degrassi team member, you had one job mm-hmm. probably to make that Props. fucking flyer. Props, Props fucked it up. Props fucked it up yeah. because there's so many issues and we'll get to it. Don't worry. I, I noted them all. that's an expensive keg party. It sure is. Seriously, keg parties when mm-hmm. I went were like $5. Right, $5 yeah. per cup. But think about, so like they later at the party were like, we already have $1,000. So that meant 50 people were there. Yeah. So like, I mean, granted, that's definitely, he's definitely got airfare. Right. So I guess that's why it was so expensive. So Zoe was, you know, accurate in her like $20. I love that fuck. everyone was all about helping a nerd get to space camp or wherever. Right, look, pretty <laughs> much. It was pretty much space like, camp. Everyone's like, yes, of course. Oh, they could have sent him. They could have had a fucking GoFundMe, but they decided to have a bush party instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if it's Canadian, but bush party is, I'm going to have, I'm going to have one. Yeah, Elle doesn't want to go on a date with Baz. Sorry, it's going to, every time I read it, it's going to have a stutter. Um, but he reminds her that she lost the app bet, uh, as everyone remembers, the their farting app bet, because she took down her gossip app. So Baz asks her what the big deal is. It's not like she has a boyfriend. She can go on this date. But VJ reminds him that she does have a hunter. Ooh. Will they? Won't they? Either way, Baz is taking her on this goddamn date. So wear something nice, bitch. Now, hearing that she had a hunter and I had yet to meet him, I was like, 
<laughs> what? Like, what, what is that? Is her dad one of those like? Touch my daughter, I got a shotgun. Like, <laughs> got a hunter. Got, she's got Whatever you do to my daughter, I'll do to you. Hey! Right. hey. You that dad is totally finger blasting that little boy. <laughs> oh, gross. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh. Heard you made out with my daughter. Come here, boy. This is like, what's happening? <laughs> I dad, warned you. Dad, no, please. Please, Canadians wouldn't do that. You lost your virginity in the backseat of a car? Boy, get back there. No, dad, no. <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. It's like, what is, what is this? What is this toxic masculinity? Mm. It's, it's real weird. It's gross. Uh, so now we are with Lola, Shay, and Goldie walking. I think they're going to volleyball practice, I'm pretty sure. Um, Shay is upset that they lost their last game by five points because that team was weak. Lola points out that they're weak now ever since they lost their shining racist star, Frankie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shay is freaking out more because no one is going to care about her skills as the best player on a shitty team. How will she make the national team? I'm playing on sports teams. Were you ever trying to be on the national team? No, because I was on (laughs) JV. One time I made varsity, though, but I always just sat on the bench, but I did get a jacket. Yeah, that's all that mattered. That's all that mattered, and a letter. I wanted the varsity letter. That's why I did skiing, because it was automatic varsity. Oh, yeah. There was no... There wasn't (laughs) enough kids. But, um... And I think they're still undefeated. Our football team. Really? Wow. Has not lost. Ever. Wow. They're the Patriots of prep schools. Jesus. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, Does Tom Brady secretly like, play for them? He does. Do they give, like, sports scholarships or something like that? I think so. I think they recruit. And same thing with our hot. Well, our hockey team's not as good as any, anymore, but maybe it is. I don't know. I don't keep up with LA <laughs> things, but um, but I think our football team is still like one of the top ones, and the coach the from when the I was there is still the coach. Wow, must be a damn good coach, Mr. Sheen. He was my advisor for the first year in freshman year, and then I switched to Mr. Peich, the the music teacher, because nice. I did oh. not relate with the football coach. <laughs> You know what's crazy? Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how much uh, national attention it's getting necessarily. But uh, Jesse, have you heard that there's Chicago teachers are striking right now? Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard anything about this. We're going into it's been, it's been a total of seven days. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thursday, Sweet Friday, days. and then a full, a full week. week. And, and they're about to not. Go into another. Yeah, they're not going back tomorrow either. Um, and it's really interesting how this is getting spun because in order, you know, because everybody's just trying to turn everybody against the teachers yep. and not the fucking government, which well puts money into tourist traps and not for the fucking school system. Exactly. Um, but there, there's been articles that have come out have been like, we're we're taking sports away from the kids. Like, yeah. they're, how are they going to get scholarships if they can't play sports because they didn't go to school? And like, oh, like so. Yeah, they're. It's a very privileged like. Yeah going to school for sports mm-hmm. and not I mean what about what about those what kids about the, that are putting on a play what, right you know and they and they got to practice so what they about can get the into, you know Juilliard children who don't eat unless they go to school mm-hmm. yeah exactly like, exactly like people have this idea that teachers have all this time off mm-hmm. and it's like I yeah. saw this one post that was like so t- saying our teachers only work from 
eight to three every day is like oh saying that Tom Brady only works 16 Sundays a year. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and so like, no. So accurate. There's other things that happen. Like, I don't know any teachers that leave right at 3 p.m. Oh, absolutely. No. They all fucking And they stay. coach and they, and they. Yeah. Right. Direct they the plays. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they run band. Stay after to help their kids with shit. Yeah. They grade papers. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. And this woman, she was like, well, you know, I don't know what they're complaining about. They, they're one of the only, um, jobs that still has a pension pensions aren't thing anymore and they have pensions and i was like (laughs) hold your roll and i was like actually so my friend works for um in the special the special education program and there it's just they are so ignored that it is hurting they're like not following the rules that you're supposed to be following in a special education class and so Mm -hmm. like it's like it's they're not doing it for the money they're all like yeah this it's it's not about the money it sucks that they like try to peg teachers as having they're like oh they just want more pay it's it's like that's such a tiny fraction of it people are teachers to for the money you know what i mean like that's not why people do it (laughs) anyway and and acting as if uh, the majority of teachers don't have a second job, right? Yeah. Like they li- because like, they do, right? I'm like thinking All that they them. literally just take summers off. Did you see uh-huh. that one post where um, for Halloween, the people, the a bunch of teachers at a school came in dressed up as their second job? Yeah. Oh man. So that. like yeah. some people were like in McDonald's uniforms or just janitor like uniforms or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, but that's it's just so real. Like I've met so, like I've, pretty much every teacher I know has a, a, a second job. Yeah. So. uh... Anyways, yeah, we digress. I, we, it's just been nuts over here. Yeah, it's it's it might go this whole week again, and maybe I'll make the girls watch Degrassi. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Fourteen and eleven, perfect. I know. So Shay expresses that she's sick of losing everything, alluding to the other frustrations in her life. But she thinks if they just practice more, maybe they could win their last game, which could lead to scouts coming to their playoff game. I guess. Yeah. Like, I, I don't. I was like, what is yeah, that? What what happens if you win this game? I don't know. It's your last game. I'm not. I guess they were. Get they were trophy. saying they could still make the playoffs. I don't know. Yeah, they aren't they gonna get a, 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 a participation trophy? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Can't talk. I don't know if they do that in Canada. I don't know. They don't. Do they make softies like they do here in America? <laughs> a bunch of little snowflakes. Yup. Yup. WTF, Shay. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Um. So now we're at Grace's doctor's appointment, and the nurse is asking her about her new meds, while Grace rudely checks her phone and inspects the picture of Tiny and Zig with the keg right in front of her mom. <laughs> your mom doesn't even look. I know. She's just she's like, like what, who's texting? What are you like, doing? Right? I was like, bitch, oh, you really gonna, you're like looking at that picture. My daughter's a party animal. Right? Her and her uh, cystic fibrosis are going to get lit this weekend. <laughs> Um, but the nurse is okay with her being rude as fuck because they want CF patients to have an, have active lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Grace is like, oh my God, tell my mom that. But her mom is just concerned because Grace hasn't told any of her friends about her CF. Cause like, for real, that, like that, it's just stupid of her to not tell right. anybody. Like, right. You, Especially her close friends. Like emergency contacts, y'all. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. You, somebody needs to know. Like, as an example, mm-hmm. my emergency contacts, Marianne to my right, and my sister Bethany. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw my post about it, Jesse, but oh, it yeah. was like last, yeah, last Friday, my phone told it froze, and I was getting a phone call and I couldn't answer. It was just like a black screen of death, and I was like, I don't, 
Okay, so I'm just like trying to like reset it. I'm like, what's the reset? Do you how do you do it? I try to like hold the the buttons mm-hmm. for 30 seconds or whatever. Nothing happened. So I'm like, um, I think I need to reset it by like clicking the lock button a bunch of times. So I'm just like click 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 click, and then it was like, eh, eh, eh. and I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no. I was like, I think I'm calling 911. And so I can't hear anything on the phone. It's black. I can't hang. I can't like, I, like there's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden my phone is blowing the fuck up. It won't stop ringing and I can't answer it. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Uh, I don't know what just happened. I'm not really sure. I'm, I'm calling. Bethany's calling. Yeah. Cause, We're texting. Because not only did my phone call 911, but it also texted my two emergency contacts, Marianne <laughs> and Bethany, and was like, SOS, I've contacted emergency services. Yep. I'm at this location. Which And it showed me which the location yeah. was, and I was and I couldn't get a hold of her. And I was like, oh, girls, geez. here we go. We're I know. going on a little detour. <laughs> you were like, oh, she's over by the Twisted Hippo, one of our favorite bars. I think she's having an emergency at a bar right now. What's going on with Carly? You don't know. Um, thankfully, I got home and was able to get on my iPad. And I was just like, I don't even know what to do. And then my phone, all the, out of nowhere, just reset itself. I didn't even touch it. And I was like, oh, cool, thanks. Yeah, thanks phone. <laughs> yeah, it was. It. I mean, yeah. at least it works. It works. Then I, then I called nine one one back, and I was like, "So I accidentally called you from this number. Like, I didn't mean to. There's no emergency." And they were super chill. They're like, "Okay, this number. All right, no problem." Right. I was like, "What if I was being murdered?" And right. I just finally got back to you, and my boyfriend's holding a knife at my throat, and I'm like, "I'm fine. Oh. You're good." Well, maybe your voice. I'll, I tried like to make sure I was as composed yeah. as possible, mm-hmm. obviously, so that they believe me and luckily they did um because i was like are they just gonna show up like i was nervous but i from what i understand you can't they can't trace your location from a cell phone so yeah um her mom by the way i was like what is this relationship like they seem right so they seem like so close and chill and like the mom to me in this scene seemed just like one of the gang Mm -hmm. because like even her talking about being worried about her she mm-hmm. wasn't really. Because that's the thing is that she was constantly like, Grace like never had, she only had Zoe over that one time or not one time, whatever, a couple times. And that's it. Like her mom hasn't met any of Grace's friends. Mm-hmm. She yeah. didn't even know who Maya was, who was one of her best friends. Right. Um, Some so, girls out there waiting Yeah, for like literally her best friend. <laughs> hi, I'm not mad. You're yeah, right. Party. You had a beer. Uh-oh. Oh, well, honey, with your new meds. Yeah, you mm. can't mix those. Tisk, she was like tisk. a little too chill. I was like, my mom would <laughs> ground me. Oh, yeah. I would be running upstairs, slamming the door, being like, I never want to see you ever again. <laughs> Slam. You're not my real mom. You're not my real mom. But you are. And then what's funny when I got punished is that like, Three minutes later, I'd just come down and be like, can I have a cookie? <laughs> like, it would be fine. You'd be like, you know that's your punishment, Marianne. Yep. No cookies. No cookies. No, and then she'd forget about it. Mary. It's as though those things never happened. Yep. Mary, never it's something. your mom. Mary, listen, it's your mother. Call me back. <laughs> Call me back. Your father wants to know when you're coming home for Christmas. <laughs> yep, and that's exactly how all those messages go. Yep. Oh, she, yeah, no. Well, I think it's because, what, she's a single mom. Okay. And she's constantly encouraging Grace to have friends. She's constantly like, could you please be social? And Grace <laughs> seems like a, so, like, she has good conversation with people. Yeah, she's just really fucking weird about her CF. Yeah. She doesn't want. She afraid people are going to judge her. I think it's, you know, Jesse, I kind of wonder if it's, like, similar to what we were saying a couple weeks ago with the episode with Beth about how, like, your depression's not real if you talk about it. Like, I right. wonder if it's, like. She feels like if she talks about it, she's going to think people are assuming she's making a mountain out of a molehill or yeah, she's just right. saying it for attention or whatever. Um, 
uh, Grace kind of seems like that to me mm-hmm. that she that it's more than just like people being like, oh my god, you're gonna die, but like might view her as like. I don't know. Making a mountain out of a man. Fragile and weak or something. I don't yeah. know. Maybe she just thinks people will treat her weird just yeah. like, you know, delicately instead of just being like real with her. Right. Mm-hmm. Or just want to be friends with her because she's... And six? Yeah. You're dying? That's cool. <laughs> no, but like, but them not actually being sincere about oh. it and just like being like, oh, we better be friends with right. the, the, the cystic fibrosis girl. Because she does, the episodes where it's like weird with her and Zoe, she says things like, no one's going to be at my funeral when I'm 30. And oh. like, Zoe's like, but I brought you green juice. I'll be, <laughs> I'm curing her CF with my green juice. Z- yes, uh, Grace is really weird about... Um, just letting people in because mm-hmm. she doesn't want to have relationships. She's going to die. That's <laughs> how that episode went. Yeah. yeah, that's how that episode went. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Anyway, so Grace wants to know if the nurse thinks that she can handle a summer road trip with Zig. A boy. A boy. Your my boyfriend. Yeah. I'm married to him now. Right. Right. Well, so and- I don't talk to my mom about any boys because. Oh. Her reaction would be like, so when's the baby? Oh, my God. No, I love it. When I met up with Marianne's mom and dad the other day when they were in town because she was running the marathon. I don't remember how we started talking about it, but Marianne's mom was like, so you meet boys in chat rooms, too? And I was like, what? I was like, I don't, I'm not on chat rooms. I'm not. What? She calls dating apps chat rooms. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, no, no, Mrs. Carlson. Apps, I don't. Cool kid 29. Cool chuck kid 88. <laughs> don't tell everybody. Um, yeah, no, I was like, what do you know, Mrs. Carlson? Of course I don't meet men in chat rooms. I would I would never do that. Well, Mary Ann does. And I was like, Mary Ann does? What the fuck? And then Mary Ann's like, yeah, the dating apps are They're dating apps. Ch- our chat rooms. And I was chat like, rooms. oh, then yes, Mrs. Carlson, I absolutely do meet boys in chat rooms <laughs> it made me think of when i when we first got uh america online when you get the disc in the mail yes. and you put it in your computer and download yeah wild oh. but and then there was like the kids oh, section and i would always go into like cartoon network chat rooms and shit like nickelodeon chat oh, rooms geez. and everyone's like a slash s slash l yeah right mark. yeah no i got into trouble on the internet me and my friends would just like like try to like cyber with people and then be like haha just kidding wait oh you were you were what you were out there like chris hansen baiting adults <laughs> yes. or something what oh. were you doing jesus Christ. i don't know no me and my friends got into so much like up to so much mischief and then like i remember when we had aol instant messenger we would i think it was like me megan and someone else i don't know if beth participated where <laughs> We would like you could search people by their first name, and so we or by their full name. So we would like look up some guy named you know Tony, and then be like, we'd invite him into a group chat, and then be like, hey Tony, uh, saw you in class today. Like, what was up with you? And they'd be like, what are you talking about? And I'd be like, you were just acting really weird. And he's like, who is this? I'm like, you don't remember? Me? I'm your girlfriend. <laughs> But we would all like be in on it, and they'd be they'd also be like, "What are you talking about? Like, I'm your best friend." Oh my god! Oh, my- and we would just confuse the shit out of people. We were like wicked trolls. 
Oh, and we, I don't know. We wonder why we all turned out the way we did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the th- mm-hmm. this this is so funny, Jesse. You seem like such a nice, sweet, innocent gal, but the mm. amount of fucking drama that you created in your oh, yeah. like childhood active play, <laughs> like with with you, you and Bethany playing Barbies, and it was always like psychotic shit. <laughs> that actually, but it reminds me. There's some girls I babysit now, and they do have the wildest imaginary play, like mm-hmm. where. They'll, we'll be playing Barbies and it'll be like, I'm leaving you. We're getting divorced. And I'm like, this got serious. They're like, your your parents in real life are still married. Where did this come from? <laughs> um, but it's like, I'm leaving you because I'm with her now. And I'm like, oh, no. And then it's like, I'm done with her. I'm coming back to you. I'm like, yeah. okay. That I'm like, sounds like, just like me and Beth yes. playing Barbies. Oh, my God. No. Th- <laughs> these these two little girls. Oh, my Don't God. Them the internet. I will not. I, oh, my God. They already have it. Oh, um Oh, yeah, okay. Wait, oh, again, fucking continuity issues. Okay, so she wants to, okay, the nurse says that, yes, uh, Grace could handle a long road trip as long as she did her treatment. Mm -hmm. But her mom also wants to know if Maya would be cool with her road tripping with Zig since she's into him. Oh, yeah. But later in the episode when Maya's there, the mom is like this rando girl. Like, Maya wasn't like, hey, I'm Maya. And the mom wasn't like, oh, my God, I've heard so much about you. Yeah. It was like this yeah. random fucking girl that brought you here who who I, would, I don't know from a hole in the wall. But you talk about. But you talk about and knows that she dated Zig and anyway. I mean, maybe, like, Grace just talks to her about her life but just doesn't introduce her to friends. Perhaps. Okay. Oh, yeah. So uh, I guess my next question is then. So her mom was weird about Grace, Zig, and Zoe watching TV together Mm -hmm. in her room that time when Zoe and her were trying to fuck. But like now that she's going to go on a summer road trip with Zig, she's fine with that. Like Mm -hmm. she didn't want a boy in bed with Grace watching TV. They were all fully clothed and like literally he was between the two of them. Um, But now they're going to go on a road trip. Like where do you think? They're going to sleep, like... Well, I mean, she's... Yeah, I don't know. She's totally cool with her... Anyways. She's a little older now, so. And she knows that she, li- that <laughs> like she likes Zig. Older. She knows exactly. she she knows she likes Zig now. Before, she had no idea. Well, maybe she's looking to have grandbabies because she knows her daughter's going to die oh, at 30. Oh. <laughs> that... Wow, Marianne. That's wow. dark. <laughs> Shit. Okay. All right, so now we're at, uh, at I don't know, Baz. Um, now we're with Drill Sergeant Shay running practice like they're training for the Olympics. Lola and Goldie say they need a break. There is no coach. Shay is the coach now. That's what I was imagining. But she is, in fact, a captain. But I'm like, where's the coach? Because the these are extra practices. These are, I, I, I don't know. I thought this was a regular practice, but Shay's just like. I haven't seen a coach seen once. A coach. Shay's just like, I'm the captain now. Like, I'm like, what's happening? Shay's going to kill them all. Um, you know, sometimes in sports. There's teams no the, adult supervision the adults are busy doing something else and they're like okay you run the drills look at we're not doing and a very I good job go. we said maybe in canada it's different we were just saying like teachers do things after school they coach <laughs> teams they do clubs meanwhile that's canada and prep schools you're okay not chicago public schools chicago public schools the teachers do everything okay but in canada but in canada and in private schools they, the they hire 3 p.m hits people. and if the coaches Done. i mean all the teachers are out they're, they're like, out you're they're on like, your own oh, you kids. want a team we'll talk to you at lunch i was like Wait, you're, no that's my break right you're your captain kid yeah go run some drills i guess mm-hmm. i don't know lola says her arms feel like jelly 
but not the good kind. What? <laughs> what is the good kind of jelly? Oh, petroleum and jelly. What's the bad kind it's of jelly? It's probably petroleum Jealous. jelly because Lola's also the one who you know had a vibrator keychain and didn't realize it. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's. Did you ever see there was like some weird um, Amazon review for like strawberry, straight strawberry uh, lube? Oh, and somebody in the in the review was like, I ran out of strawberry jam for the kids' toast this morning, <gasps> but I put this on it and they loved it. And I was like, oh, God. Oh. <laughs> so maybe that's what Lola means. The bad guy. <laughs> yeah. She, no, no. That's the good kind. That's good. Her <laughs> arms feeling like jelly is the bad kind. My arms feel like the, the six jams that the Hollingsworth have right. at their house and not the petroleum strawberry flavored jelly that I like to put on my vibrator i don't know anyways <laughs> yeah i think that you've got you hit the nail on the i hit the there. yeah not that's the what she kind. that's what she means by jelly lola thinks that they could win their next game if they invite frankie back on the team mm-hmm. and shade thinks they just need to practice all weekend that's right <laughs> but goldie's got a 30 percent of her grade essay and lola has to prove she's that's over right. tiny at the bush party that's right so sorry shay you're on your own priorities shay right Shay asks Lola if she thinks she can just forgive Frankie. And Lola is like, IDK, can you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I can. I know. Well, it just may, yeah. I don't know. May I? May I? I don't know. Yeah. Can, can you? you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can I go to the bathroom? I don't know. Can, can you? <laughs> Carly earlier explained to me what the racist thing was. And it's. Pretty bad. And, like, my question mm-hmm. is, when, because cause racism is definitely a learned thing from your environment, and, like, when is it okay to be, like, you've learned your lesson, mm-hmm. and you're growing this way? I know you were a, because we, we're, we're currently in a society that punishes people for offending somebody once, or, like, whatever, which, you know, and is, is, of course, yeah. bad. But, like... Is there an is there a redemption? Yeah. Is there a way to redeem yourself in any way? To, and I have think learned? I think there is. It's it's first of all not doing what Frankie did, which Frankie doubled down. She doubled down. Yeah. It's it's owning it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Showing how you understand why what you did was wrong, apologizing yeah. and committing to do better, and then yeah. doing committing better. to learning and growing, changed behavior. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and realizing what it is, because like I feel like kids who grow up in a racist household, sadly, um, don't know that maybe they don't know that it's wrong Mm -hmm. because they've never been taught otherwise. Right. Ignorance. Yeah. It's, it's ignorance. Yeah. Which isn't, it still is not good. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Cause those parents and then the kids, because I feel like whenever I'm like, if I was mean to a kid in school because they were a little different, I always felt this little guilty thing Mm -hmm. being like, no, you shouldn't do this. White guilt. It's white guilt. We're born with it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. But like, and I knew it was wrong, but I did it anyway. Mm-hmm. Marianne did the drawing. I did the drawing. <laughs> no, it wasn't anything to do with racism. It had something to do with this poor girl, Lee Garrison, who nobody liked. Oh. And she was a nerd. And like, she, we went on this camping trip in the um, Appalachian Mountains. <laughs> Not the Appalachian Mountains. Oh my Mountains. God. The White Mountains. The White Mountains. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And we went, and there was this one girl, and everyone just crowded around her and beat her up. And I remember, <gasps> oh my god, I mean, not beat her up Whoa, with words. Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! And you oh were just over god. there, like, yeah, get her. <laughs> <laughs> 
And like, I remember being in this giant crowd and everyone just making fun of her and I was joining it. And then suddenly I was just like, oh my God, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. So Marianne threw the first stone and beat the <laughs> so shit I, out of her. So, no, I didn't do, and granted, I'm terrified of people. So I didn't do it in front of everybody. But like after everyone was done. Oh my god! Oh. Being mean to Socially her, tearing this girl apart. I like went to her room and I was like, "Are you okay?" Like that was really mean, even though you had done <laughs> and, it. No, and I had heart. done it, but I, it was like you felt that guilt, it was yeah. going in thinking it was what I was supposed to do, and then halfway yeah. through suddenly being like, "This doesn't feel right. This is wrong. I don't mm-hmm. like this. Ew, yeah. ew, ew, ew. I want this off of my conscience, and I want this off of me." And so then I went to talk to her. I guess she was my, she was one of those, I guess she was my friend, but not really. <laughs> I was like, so what you're saying, Marianne, is you want to know if there's a way for you to now redeem yourself. <laughs> yes, for Lee Garrison, which again, same girl in fifth grade. I think I've told you this story. My one boyfriend that I've ever had for 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> in fifth grade, we I was at the popular table. I don't know why, but um somebody had moved and so my table friends were like oh no we have a seat left lee garrison's gonna sit in the seat Uh, marianne you have to date date jeff sarno and i was like okay sure whatever i guess i guess that's what i have to do Do you want me to do that when your boy (laughs) comes to visit when i meet him tomorrow yes like well, okay. I'm gonna set. So Marianne's seen this guy. It's kind of long distance, right? We're mm-hmm. not. We're not serious yet, but we're, not we're serious. Uh, whatever. <laughs> but uh, it's what, not like we talk every day or yeah. anything. But Marianne, <laughs> what I'm do. gonna do? What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get there first, and I'm gonna be like, oh my god, Marianne, you need to sit in this seat and date Jason because <laughs> I don't want Kaylee and Beth to sit here. Perfect. Is it good? Is it gonna <laughs> work? Exactly. Because it did work for until again, my conscience got oh. the better of me. So I was like, yeah, sure. And everyone was excited. Katie Rice was excited. And she would be. Tina Gardner. Like, everyone was really excited. <laughs> <laughs> and so then um, lunch ended and we went out to recess. And my friend Ashley Ratchford came up and she was like, oh, my God, I hear you're dating Jeff Sarno. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <gasps> you broke up with him like that? Just like that. And Damn. I didn't even do it to his face. I did it behind his back. And oh then changed tables and sat with wow. Missy Quinn and the other nerds and then discovered anime. <laughs> <laughs> I do think you can redeem yourself. I think everybody can redeem themselves. It's just a matter of what you do afterwards. Like a lot of people are unwilling to mm-hmm. admit that they were wrong. Yeah, and right. sorry if growth. you were offended. Right. Like- right. And making it more about themselves rather than the actual act that they had done and they're only doing it to redeem themselves mm-hmm. instead of being like oh you know what actually i was wrong right I hurt you there are there's been like tons of people who are like i can't believe you would call me racist like i take that very <laughs> seriously like they act like you're the right. asshole for calling them racist right. it's yes. like no right. you did the yeah. racist thing right you should be more upset that you acted racist yeah than yes. being called a racist Right. A lot of times people's ego just gets in the way and they just like won't step back and be like, okay, actually I did something wrong. Yeah. I need to do better and then actually do better. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've been a huge asshole in my life, but then like I learned from it and I grew and I made a commitment to not do that stuff anymore. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like we all have. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. I mean, growing up in New England with a whole bunch of white people, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of... Um, 
Huh, I mean, it was a, such a learning curve. So, uh, like, when moving to Chicago and then uh, beginning to date outside my race was, like, for me, it was the learning point of, like, oh, America is run where America is run in the way that we're we as white people assume that white white living is the norm Mm -hmm, but like not everybody lives the same as us nobody acts the same as us like the way we behave everything like people are just different Mm -hmm. and so it was that learning of like wait so just because people do things differently doesn't mean it's wrong it's just Mm -hmm, different you know but that was like something learned for me was like oh there's other ways of doing things yeah. Wow. I just didn't know. Of. I just didn't know because it was yeah. just fucking. That was like going to high school, coming from like an all white school, and then going to this high school with all these kids from all over. Like, you're like wow. There were Saudi Arabian princes. Like it what? was ridiculous. But yeah, like because and it was all, and we just were emerged in. I was thrown into all these different cultures, and it was and it immediately became the norm. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. just like, and especially because I was only 14 and I, yeah. my brain was still forming. And I like, I don't think I knew because like, I feel like I read about like Anne Frank and Judaism and the Holocaust, but like never really, I feel like people avoided that mm-hmm. <laughs> in the 90s. Yeah, subject. I mean, because yeah, I, only so knew... I didn't really know what Judaism was pretty much. Yeah, I was going to say, I, um, I only knew one um, Jewish girl growing up. And, like, now it's, I mean, living in Chicago, there's a huge Jewish population yeah. in the Chicagoland area. So I know way more about it But, like, it there's now. more religions than just Catholicism. Mm-hmm. And just because, like, I wasn't exposed to it. And it's so crazy that we don't teach everything. Like, or at or least it's a, the fact that it's, a, it. um, it's an elective. Like, black right. history mm-hmm. is an elective that you have to, women's history, elective. Right. Or right, something like, you study once, like for one month. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. History yeah. month. Exactly. Where and you learn even, about Martin Luther King. Uh, Jr. And honestly, that's like I think that's what's the most mind blowing thing is that like now seeing uh like my black friends on Facebook post about all the awful horrific shit that white people mm-hmm. did to black people throughout history oh, that yeah. we don't talk about nope. in mm-hmm. our like Black Wall Street no. and like right like uh so for our white listeners at home. Um, like Black Wall Street was, I think where Central Park is now in yeah. New York City, where it was like all these um wealthy black people. I'm probably fucking this up. There's a one black listener at home, like she's telling it wrong, she's stupid, and that's <laughs> really true. From what I understand, if I recall correctly, there was like a wealthy black neighborhood where Central Park is in New York City now, and uh, yeah, uh, white people just like fucking bombed it and mm-hmm. like took it out, Jeez. and then they built Central Park on top of it. And it's like what they're doing with that Lincoln Yards thing here. There's yeah, this, which is where a bunch of our tax money is going instead of to schools. To school. It's going to this rich, um, basically gated community for people and with their own transportation in and out of the city, with wow. their own like um, movie theater, grocery store, school, everything. Segregating Chicago, but even it's more. yeah, but it's Chicago, and mm-hmm. it's just called Lincoln Yards. And there's some loophole in the contract that our tax money gets to go towards it. Jeez. Wow, it is. Ridiculous. Chicago's corrupt. Chicago's corrupt. Hey, Chicago. So I I have never lived in areas that weren't predominantly white. Like I've almost exclusively lived in New England. 
But I just learned a lot from the internet. And I Mm. feel like a lot of people learn a lot from the internet because the internet finally gave people a voice. Right. Oh, totally. And and even though it's like not safe, quote unquote, because like you could still get attacked for what you're saying, but you're not going to get physically attacked or like lose your job or like do for making people uncomfortable. Like you can openly say things about like your experience and you can find other people who've had your experience yeah, who although, can like reinforce it. Like, I do love it when people are exposed as racist on the internet mm-hmm. and then they get fired from their job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's different than what... I know, but I love it. <laughs> but but like, yes, the internet like if you're like a black person who works at a predominantly white place right. and then you call out the racism in the workplace or you make people right, you right. know make the white people uncomfortable by being like hey that's not cool mm-hmm. you risk losing your job you can risk losing friends mm-hmm. you can r- risk physical violence like yeah. when you're on the internet you can speak your mind and you can talk to people and not worry about anything besides like people talking shit but like that's the worst that you get right. back mm-hmm. um i think the internet has given a voice to previously the voiceless mm-hmm. yeah and like before you have to go get a newspaper to read an article and now there's all these mm-hmm. online articles that people can write and yeah like, mm-hmm. freelance write or just write about their experience or their research or whatever and you mm-hmm. don't have to Get a newspaper every day. Mm-hmm. That's already right. biased towards white people. Yeah. There's a, we <laughs> have access to other voices. Mm. <laughs> oh, goodness. Mm. Cut to the Hollingsworth Chateau. I don't know if we've Ooh. used Chateau yet, but I literally Googled synonyms for mansion. And I was like, ooh, Chateau we have not used yet. Oh, this is the boy. Yes. The hunter. The, hun- the hunter. Um, <laughs> where Hunter and Yael are playing Magic the Gathering while Frankie floats in an inner tube in the background reading a magazine. Again, I love how much they're playing Magic. I know. This- so Frankie <laughs> is Hunter's Hunt- sister. Twin sister. And she's the racist. Yep. Because she's mm-hmm. rich. Yep. <laughs> but I also wanted to point out again, Eternal Summer. Yep. Mm-hmm. What, what month in Canada is it that she is in the pool According right now? According to How I Met Your Mother, there's like one week. I was going to say, I was like, what is, why is it eternally summer? Because like even, I'm like, they've been, they've been in school. So I'm like. For like months. That's what I'm saying. So it's got to be like December. Right. That's what I'm saying. So like the only. indoor pool. The only time that you can actually, like, even if you live here in Chicago or in New England or whatever, the only months during the school year that you could be in the pool might be September and June. June. Right. Those are like the only two months that like you're really gonna get yeah. warm enough weather, mm-hmm. and and September is even pushing it. But right. like, and and not here now in June. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> June June is like an entirely rainy here now. But anyways, yeah. no um, idea what fucking month it is. Um, Hunter wants to watch all of the Alien movies, <laughs> but Yael can't because she's got a date with Baz. Okay, ba- Baz. Sorry, yeah. Baz. Yes. <laughs> Also, here's the continuity error. I don't know if y'all remember, but in the first scene, when Baz asked Yael, he said he would pick her up at eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, the and- party <gasps> flyer said that the party started at noon. Eight <laughs> a.m. Whoever made this flyer is a fucking idiot. I really <laughs> fucked it up. Okay, because again, regardless, Eternal Summer, when they're at that party, mm-hmm. even if even if he was picking her up at eight, it would be. They dark got out. to the party eight thirty. 
it's still fucking light out. Right. So I'm like, did the party start at, did the party start at noon? Is it the <laughs> afternoon? What time is Yael at the Hollingsworth Chateau? Is she there at 8 a.m.? Is it the day before or is it the <laughs> next? No, I she think it's the day, day before. No, she says that she can't. He's like, "Do you want to watch the movie Alien movies right now?" And she's oh. like, "I can't." She well, first she she's like, to get her beauty "She's rest. like, those are some pretty long movies." And yeah. he was like, "So it's Saturday." Okay. Yeah, you like we we got time, bitch. And she's like, "Nah, I got a date, motherfucker." <laughs> like, so I get, I'm like, "What the what the fuck time is it when she's at the chateau?" No clue. She's getting picked up at eight a.m. Is it is it six thirty in the morning? <laughs> and she's over there playing magic, and Frankie's pool hopping it. What's happening? <laughs> What's going on, Degrassi? Frankie seems pretty okay with not being on the volleyball team. She's chilling. <laughs> she's chilling. She's just like, oh, he's being racist over here. I don't know. Anyways, yeah, El goes on to explain that the date is because Baz won the bet. So Hunter is like. Baz is just happy that any dumb girl said yes to him. <gasps> I know. Fucking nice, Hunter. Nice. Uh, now that there's drama, Frankie's ears have perked up. Uh, <laughs> while it may not seem like a real date, Yael insists that a kiss could still theoretically be on the table. She's learned her lesson about <laughs> right? being racist. I know, I know. Because <laughs> she's all about She's like, juices. what? Huh? Huh? Spill What's that going tea? on? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I like Yael. Yael is like, a kiss could happen. We're both straight, essentially. Like, <laughs> that's what happens. It could happen. That's what happens when straights get together, right? They just kiss. That's all that happens. Um, so, yeah, but it, obviously she's trying to gauge if it would bother Hunter. He insists that it wouldn't, but they're both clearly into each other. Uh, Frankie sees that Hunter is being a twat, as I wrote, and <laughs> helps a girl out by saying she thinks Baz is cute. And you know she doesn't because she's racist. Mm-hmm. Um, and offers a dress that Yael would look smoking in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, however, though, I'm just like, in what, no offense, in what world are Yael and and Frankie the same size? I was like, Frankie, you ain't alone in Yael, like... She's got pretty big yabos. You know what yabos. I mean? Like that's what she does. We, wa- we watched watch uh, <laughs> Hocus Pocus. We watched Hocus Pocus the other day. So yeah, I was like, yeah, like, y'all's got yabos. Yabos. <laughs> yabos got pretty big yabos. And Frankie doesn't have any yabos. No. So I don't think that they would be able to share a dress. I'm just saying. But she's just trying to get in there for the gossip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was just that's trying Frankie. to she's just trying to help because she knows she knows that Hunter likes Yael. So she's right. just trying to like wingman oh. Yael. For, for Hunter. <laughs> Although really, if I... W- again, this is what's problematic about Frankie. I think if I was Hunter's sister, I'd be like, girl, run. Get away, <laughs> get away from Hunter. He's like one step away from being an incel. Fucking get oh, out. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyways. All right. Thank God we're finally at the fucking bush party, y'all. Yes, bush party. They are, they are setting up. Grace says she wants tonight... To be perfect. Tonight. <laughs> tonight. But it starts at noon. You know, oh, no. And you know what? And in the wintertime, it gets darker way earlier. Bro, right. I was just like, I have no fucking clue. I have no idea what time this party. I have no time. I don't know. They, they're, the grass is in a time-space continuum. Mm-hmm. Nothing matters. <laughs> they're never in class. I was like, what is going on? Grace expresses to Maya that she thinks Zig is ready to move on. Maya assumes it's because Esme is currently tying Zig to a tree in the background, <laughs> signifying his ready-to-move-onness. Is Esme the girl with the long braid? Yeah, she's right. you. Who's always, you, always, you always have a long braid. Not even thinking about Esme, Grace says that Zig could never be serious about a girl like that, but they've been breathing the same air for like two weeks, so they've probably already hooked up. 
uh, now Grace is like, oh, fuck. Maybe Maya's right. Like, she is tying him to a tree <laughs> with that material that I have no idea what it is. Oh, yeah. what right? Like, just stretchy like wrapping paper something. or something. I was like, I don't know what that is, but she is getting Who's tied to a tree. the director of this show? I know. You know what? <laughs> I think what, what'll make her jealous is let's get Zig over there, and then that girl will and just- And Esme is just like- just wrap I'm, him up. I'm into some BDSM. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, here's, yeah. here's uh, my kink. I'm tying you to a tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to get another girl involved so that this bush party becomes a different kind of bush party. Because yep. <laughs> um, wasn't it, was it last week that we established that we're like, Esme would totally be into pegging? Definitely she'd peg. Yeah. <laughs> I did hear that. In yeah. The, okay. The yeah. You listened podcast. to that. Yeah. I yeah. Did. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know what pegging is though. So. All right, Marianne. So, well, if Marianne doesn't know, maybe some listeners at home don't know. Marianne, pegging is when a woman wears a strap on and penetrates the man. That's what it is. Yep. It has a name. Pegging. It has a name. Of course it does. It does. (laughs) What was, there was, I remember. You drew a picture of that cat pegging somebody. You know what else has a name that I never would have thought has a name? Um, When. Um, one male sticks his penis inside another male pe- male's foreskin. That's called <laughs> <Yeah>. docking. <laughs> what is the point sailor? of doing that? I don't know. I don't know that it would feel good. I'm docking. not sure. Like I don't. I think it was like probably stretch the force. I don't know. Well, maybe not because of the foreskin. Anyways, well, that'll only work with somebody who. Well, foreskin is like usually. Gen- well, generally, well, that's what depends on the foreskin. Mm-hmm. I've seen. I've seen some foreskin in my day. Yeah. <laughs> It depends. Some of it, some of it pulls all the way back. Some of it doesn't. Right. Mm. Depends on the person's uh, elasticity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Callers, call in and tell us what your tell elasticity us about your, is. Tell us what the circumference of your foreskin is. <laughs> when your penis is crowning, oh, God. How, how many centimeters are, is your foreskin dilated? Mm-hmm. We'll wait. Right. Top caller. One one. <laughs> I can't wait to tell the next guy I'm with a foreskin and be like, oh my God, it's crowning. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, um, cut to Yael looking all cute without her glasses, mm-hmm. doing her makeup, getting ready for a bath to her pick her up. Cute. Her wig's on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yael I, is in, I assume, the dress that Frankie let her borrow to look smoking hot in, but she kind of looks Amish to me. Like, I was like, what is <laughs> yeah. this smoking hot dress that makes you just kind of look like you're... Uh, a nun or something. Maybe yeah. she tried it on, but her yabos were too big, and so she just went she, with this. Dress. Well, she just went with the one that she, yeah, approved yeah. by. I, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure Frankie had a really cute, expensive dress like that was, you know, from Saks off Fifth, Fifth Avenue, Avenue yeah. in Canada. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, those yabos. You mm-hmm. can't. You when you got when you got large yabos, you can't. You can't. Fit you can't into wear dresses. everything. Frankie you can't dresses. wear. Yeah. Yeah. No. No, no, not when she's in the itty bitty committee, mm-hmm. the itty bitty yabo committee. <laughs> um, Baz is impressed though; he thinks she looks great, and she should wear contacts more often. Yael is like WTF, dude. Baz backpedals and admits that it's important that this night goes well. Yael doesn't pick up on that being a weird thing to say before a date. <laughs> Like, doesn't that seem really awkward? Yeah. It's important that this night goes well. But also, why does she get so offended when he's like, you should do this more often? Right. She's no, like, I'm, I'm outie. Yeah, no, I thought that was odd, too. Like, I was like, that's probably the least offensive thing he could have said. Yes. Right. Okay. Just, I'm like, whatever. I, I like her glasses. Yeah. Do, do you, boo? You can do both. I do both. Yeah. But it is, it's, it's funny because she was very much like, 
excuse me right fuck you she gets yeah. offended a lot this episode she does the hits keep I think coming yeah i think well, she just because she doesn't like baz yeah and like she, i got the problem to get with hunter yeah she doesn't like baz so it's just like everything he does is going to be shitty because she's not into him mm-hmm. and that's and that's her way of telling him yep. is to be an asshole. That's that's what we girls do is we are <laughs> shitty to people so that they think it's their idea to not well, be our friend instead Marianne. of making it my idea. <laughs> I was like, let's go ahead and pump the brakes and speak from I statements. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> not what all of us do. <laughs> um, I hope from the tone of my voice you got that I was talking about myself <laughs> and how I like to... Um, especially when I am talking to boys oh. is I like to be very mean to them so that <laughs> they don't want to commit to me. And it's so wild. then I get to not commit to them either because I have offended them so greatly. Mean Marianne. Well, no, drunk Marianne is wild because she'll be in the bathroom crying to a stranger that she's like you're the most beautiful girl i've ever seen yes queen you're gonna do great things you're gonna make it you're doing great sweetie like Mm -hmm. that's marianne in the bathroom with another woman that she literally just met five seconds ago um marianne who's been on like several dates with a dude that i don't know maybe she likes him she actually could it's possible uh who's like (laughs) drunk texting like you should come over. And he's like, oh, sorry, I got an early morning tomorrow, so I can't. And she's like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> Die in a shallow grave. Jesus. I hope you burn in a fire, you fucking asshole. And I'm just always like, Marion, what happened? <laughs> and they still be like, do you think he's going to check me back? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Marianne, I'm not sure. I don't think he's gonna uh, text you back. I was like, Marianne, you think he threatened to murder his whole family? I'm not well, sure. I haven't told the carpenter anything evil and mean. That's great. But I have warned him that maybe I'm gonna do that sometime. Oh god. You're growing. <laughs> You're growing up. I love it. So I was just gonna mention that Baz's father drives him to Yael's, but then drops yes. him off. More and it's continuity like, error. Where are they gonna go? They're gonna walk there, no. like she. No, there is. Yeah, no, Jesse. Thank you for saying it because I later, I later mentioned, I bring it up again because no, exactly. He gets out of the car and the dad drives away, and he was like, "I'll pick you up right. at eight. Mm-hmm. I don't know what time it is, but he did not pick her up. The dad dropped Baz, drove off, unless he was like driving around the block. He's like, "Let me get the car warmed up for y'all. And if you want to smooch her first, and then right. like, I'll come back." Like I was like. He didn't, he didn't, like, or, or I'm like, was he driving to, to you to get dropped off? And then, like, you were going to drive Yael's car? Like, Yael is not a car? <laughs> what, what's going on? Maybe the bush party was around the corner. Maybe. Yeah, and you know what? I would say that, except for later, Yael is like, take me home. And oh, he's like, right. find somebody else to drive you home. Right. So clearly, they didn't, <laughs> like, clearly it's too far to walk because she's like, I need a ride. Right. And Damn it, Degrassi. So how'd they get, <laughs> he was going to pick her up, then yeah, like then the dad drove away and was like, oh, my bad, Yael. Can your parents bring us? Sorry. <laughs> my dad, <laughs> my dad's like, fuck. My know. dad thought that I was just coming over here. Yeah, my dad doesn't know about the the bush party. So, because again, what do you tell your parents right. when they drop you off in the bushes? <laughs> my dad's gonna bring me to this party in the also, woods. Also, they only get one keg. Yeah, like fifty people. There was literally they said they made a thousand dollars. That's fifty guests, one keg, a beer a piece, a beer. half a beer. <laughs> they are wasted. How do you know that Grace only had one beer? Well, there was only enough for there was one only beer enough for one. person. <laughs> So we're back at the bush party with DJ Maya. She's feeling it. Um, that character is basically me, 
But like in that episode. Because <laughs> she was like so chill and whatever. But then when she got behind the DJ booth, I was like, who is this? DJ Mario. She's like, what? Somehow they have power out there. It's the middle of the woods. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know either. I have no clue. I don't. I So many questions. Generators. I mean, I feel like Canadians have generators because they lose electricity all the time. Yeah. In, I don't. In summer. <laughs> okay. So Zoe shows up and is shocked that the party costs $20 as if they're charging her more when the, literally the flyer said it costs $20. Um, but if she's going to be a bitch about it, they'll charge her $25. Mm-hmm. Um, there's clearly tension between Zoe, Grace, and Zig. Love triangle. Ooh, bush party. <laughs> That's what happens at a bush party stays at a bush party. <laughs> Tiny shows up with bevies for his besties. And they tell him that they've already made $1,000. Enough for his airfare. I really like Tiny. That's expensive airfare. But I mean, think about it. If he's going to California. Where isn't Toronto like central... Yeah. yeah it's just north of us. Yeah, so like North it's ticket, right it's right by Detroit. A plane ticket from Chicago to California is is probably like four hundred dollars. It's expensive. Really? Yeah. So Jeez. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they were like five hundred each way. Um are mm. we allowed to enjoy him? Does he have any flaws? Tiny as a character, yeah. Oh, um, nothing too I mean, serious. Like, no. This episode crazy. seemed. I was like, oh, no, no, tiny. No, no, tiny. It's Full weird. energy. There's like one episode where he says a bunch of sexist things, but then he's like right. the yeah. voice of reason throughout the rest of this. Okay. Like, but that's like, he's definitely said some dumb shit. But in general, he's he, cool. in general he's yeah. a good guy. Yeah, great. Um. Anyways, so Tiny relieves their door duties, and Grace quickly assesses that Esme is like right there. So she asks Zig if he'd like to go for a walk. Grace tells Zig that her mom said yes to their road trip. And, like, I think Zig wasn't even thinking about it. He was no. like, wait, what? Um, he says. That he, <laughs> he was like, that huh? was just a thing we said. Like, we just said it. We, we didn't mean I was it. excited we about the keg. Yeah, we weren't actually going to do it. I came from Florida. <laughs> Any, yeah, right. With the mustache. Uh, Rory Tomlinson got it. Um, Zig says that he hopes he can get some time off from his dance troupe with Esme. Uh, he knows everybody hates Esme, but she's been nothing but nice to him, and they haven't even hooked up yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. I know. I love the way he said that. She's been nice to me, and we haven't even hooked up yet. Right. Like, I was like, well, girl, can't be nice unless you hooked up. And I was like, in my notes, <laughs> am I crazy? Is, is Degrassi gaslighting me? <laughs> the party started after 8 p.m., but it's still light up from the eternal summer in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I really was like. You were upset. I was like, what's happening? Yeah, I was Drake. I'm upset. Zig admits that it's been nice having female attention since he and Maya broke up. And then goes on to put his hand on Grace's leg and says Esme will have to do until he can find a quality girl like her. Oh, that's such a friend zone move. Mm. Yes, Grace then goes, sorry, Grace then does the most natural seeming thing and kisses Zig. (laughs) He pulls back and calls it a mistake. He doesn't want to ruin their friendship over a one-time thing. Grace is clearly upset. The thing that... I cannot stand is when men go, I don't want to ruin our friendship. Mm. And I go, fuck you, bitch. You just did. Like, <laughs> like what, is, what is, because all I do is have crushes on friends. Right. I never have crushes on anybody, but, but it started in second grade with Michael Welsh. But like, I never told him, but I did write him a secret Valentine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like, whenever guys are like, 
oh, well, I just, I don't want to hurt our friendship. Just be like, no, I don't want to date you. Right. I don't, I'm not attracted to you. You're a good person. I just don't want to date you. Mm -hmm. Because when you say ruin our friendship, it means that, like, what the message sent to me is, oh, dating is way different than friendship. And um, once you add dating into any sort of relationship it ruins it which is mm-hmm. also why I'm a commitment phobe is because like <laughs> I have been fed this my entire life from men being like I don't want to ruin our friendship right. and that oh. and that puts a spin on what I think a relationship is mm-hmm. because men have been telling me mm. that if we date, it's going to ruin what we have a rather than build a on top yeah. of it and grow it. Right. And so when he said that to her, I threw a shoe at my television. <laughs> it broke. My cat screamed. I was just... The Christmas tree lit on but fire. The Christmas tree was on fire from last year because it was really dry and I haven't watered it in a while. But like... When that it, it's a statement that makes me so mad just mm-hmm. because I know how much it fucked me up when mm. thinking of relationships and commitment and what a relationship is. Um, and like, so whenever people say that, I'm just like, no, that's not the way to handle this. Right. The way to handle yeah. this is it's not going to ruin your friendship. No, it's so interesting. It's because that like, you just don't want to. Jesse, wouldn't you say Johnny is your best friend? Yeah. Like, I, you're, like any long term right. relationship I've had, they become my best friend. Yeah. Yes. Like that's, you spend all your time together. Like, yes. That's like you yeah. talk to each other constantly. Like it is a friendship. It's just. A sexy friendship. Right. Where I remember there's blood stuff involved. Yeah. Oh, God, no. (laughs) But like making out with somebody, um, a particular fella, and like getting handsy and shit, and then suddenly them being like, oh, never mind. Don't want to do this because it's going to ruin our friendship. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. Okay. Thanks for leading me on, first of all. Mm -hmm. And thanks for now establishing that this is what relationships are because now i've i've lived a a hookup dating life is what Mm. i've basically been doing um this carpenter fellow who i've seen a total of two times but (laughs) But you've been talking for months we talked for months so like i met him in august and we hung out two days and then i just went to detroit a couple weeks ago for like three days and then he's flying in tomorrow for a day casual casual Cash, whatevs. Um, he's <laughs> he's on tour with a theater company. It's fine, whatever. I can't wait to meet him. And Carly's gonna meet him. But like, it's kind of been the longest relationship I've had because, and it's not a relationship. Everybody, calm down. Everybody, at home. calm down. <laughs> everyone, he's not my boyfriend. Everyone at home is like, Ooh, he's not my boyfriend. He's go, probably gonna bring boy it up tomorrow, friend. but whatever. And I'll go ahead and avoid it. Um, no, dive right into it. But Mary. like, I think because. The th- we've started from nothing and we're building this friendship, friendship and so to speak. relationship and like, you know, sexting and whatever. But Ooh. like, so it's not just friendship, but it's like a mixture of it. It's actually one of the healthiest, even though I haven't seen him, mm-hmm. you know, all the time. This is what Marianne needed. Is it's one no of, pressure. yes. And it's, there's the, it's probably the healthiest relationship I've had with a man that I've had like relations with. Um, Sexies. Sexies. <laughs> um, that isn't in my head of being like, oh, 
relationships aren't friendships. They are just sexy time. And if mm-hmm. you just do sexy time, you can't be friends. Right. Which is what men have been putting in my head ever since when I, because of course you're going to have crushes on your friends. Mm-hmm. Those are the people you, I have a crush on Carly Joe. Oh my God. Oh, Marianne, I don't want to ruin the friendship. <laughs> Get out of my house. And this is Marianne's podcast now because I've been murdered. She's dead. Hello, I'm Carly Joe. Um, but yeah, so like, it, it just, it just, and, and I saw it in her face too of hearing that. And now she's learning that this is, oh, relationships aren't friendships. Mm-hmm. They're just about hooking up. Right. And that's, it took me a long time and I'm still erasing it from my feelings and brains about what relationships are. But mm-hmm. like, it's taken a really long time to figure that out. I might have just figured it out just now. I was going to say, I've never, I've never heard you say anything like this Me before. Me either. So. I think, it's wow, been this very is like therapeutic therapy. for you. Thank you, guys. It always is. It always is. We're just working some things out. Oh, we're working things out. Anyway. Everyone at home is also having epiphanies about their yeah. friend, their friendships with boys and girls mm-hmm. and yeah. thems and theys and yeah. yep. these and those. These and those. And- <laughs> Yeah. And all those hoes. All those hoes. Hey. These and those and all those hoes. I'm just, so that was me dancing. Um, you can't see me, but I was. So I love this next scene starts out with, run, you gotta run. You gotta <laughs> run like you were chasing down the sun. Is that what the words were? Oh my yeah. God. Wow. I yep. loved it so much. Shay is practicing volleyball at school at oh God knows God. what fucking time it is at this point. Okay. She what knows that at the party. Is she at school at 8 p.m.? Yeah, she <laughs> right sure now? is. They what opened is it up for her and she is doing her suicide sprint. Yeah, I don't know, man. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> when she finally takes a break, she texts Tiny asking if she should oh. forgive Frankie. Tiny immediately calls her. Of course. Saying he wished that she was there. Shay forgot, but she couldn't go anyways because of her curfew during daylight hours, apparently. (laughs) And of course, because of Lola. Even though Lola has deemed Tiny off-limits, Shay needs to talk to someone else black about this. She feels like she's lost so much this year. Volleyball camp, her best friend, and Tiny adds, the dopest guy in school. (laughs) Shay is tired of losing. Is he talking about himself? Yes. Great. But she doesn't know what to do. Tiny tells her to follow her heart. And she wants to know if they're still talking about Frankie. But Tiny says, your call. (laughs) (laughs) I actually really like that uh, Shay is asking specifically Tiny about this. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I think she does need that other black opinion. Like, you know, like, she's... uh, Because she's got all these white girls telling her. Yeah. I mean, she... Exactly. She's often surrounded by... uh, Well, I mean, truthfully, Lola is uh, Hispanic. But anyways... But yeah, she, Who's I, she, Lola? she, the pink, the pink hair girl. girl. Yeah, she does. But I, yeah, she, I feel like she needs that. She needs another black opinion. And mm-hmm. I, I like that she's bonded and reached out to tiny about this. I yeah. feel like it's a, it's a good relationship choice to be like, let's, can we discuss this? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> this reminded me of like a bunch of stuff that's going on mm. in the world this last like month or so. So there was like three recent cases of like, a member of an oppressor class doing the wrong thing to an oppressed class or a member of one and then being forgiven without owning Mm -hmm. or apologizing for harming them. Um, And then uh, members of the oppressor class be like celebrating this oppressed person for forgiving them. Yeah. So there was a couple cases. There was this guy, Shane Gillis, 
who on his podcast he made like a bunch of offensive jokes about Chinese people. Oh yeah, okay. And he called he called the presidential candidate um, Andrew Yang the c word, which mm-hmm. is the word I don't know. It's <gasps> the word for Chinese people that's like right. offensive. Right. Yes. Um. Yeah. I- unfortunately know what you're saying yeah yeah i was like i've heard it there's like another c word i don't want you to confuse the two no 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 but i don't want to say it either the ch word yeah yeah Yeah. um and so andrew yang like publicly on his twitter was like i don't like this but i forgive him and i want to have a talk with him basically like i want to call him in Mm -hmm. and explain to him why this is bad yeah but then the guy shane gillis Instead of like doing that and owning what he did, he just went on to like make more jokes about it and like rage against cancel culture. Right. Oh come and, on! Yeah, and and be like comedy right. pushes boundaries. Yeah, and why can't we bullshit. be? Why can't we do this comedy? This comedy is shut up. Which I'm like pushing boundaries. Saying racist stuff is not pushing boundaries. Like racism, <laughs> no, racist. racism is the status quo. <laughs> that shit's mm-hmm. been done. Pushing boundaries would be yeah. going against racism. Yeah, right. Right. But um, coming up with yeah, a new that, angle. That, that was the guy that was gonna go on SNL. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Oh. And then they decided to yeah not Jeez. not have him on SNL when they literally just got their first Asian yep. male. Yep. Sure did. And time. he's doing great. He's doing great, sweetie. He's doing great. I've I've, I've been watching, and he's, I mean, he's hell, pretty funny. They only probably picked him because they needed somebody to play Andrew Yang. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> like, as if SNL hasn't I been. I think fucking... he has yet to play. Oh, he hasn't. Yeah. I'm sure he will. No. Mm-hmm. But so then there was like the thing with Ellen. Oh yeah. Who oh, was right. Spotted with George W. Bush, who Bushing. is specifically anti-LGBTQ. Yeah. Right. Like he right. enacted some policies that are anti. Right. Them. I mean, don't ask, don't tell. Was right. that him? Ugh. That's how I um, talk about my showering. Did you shower today, Carly? Don't, don't ask, don't, don't tell. <laughs> but so <laughs> Ellen went on to like make a speech on her show about being nice to people with different beliefs. And then yeah. it's like, it's like, I don't like when people wear fur, but I'm still friends with people who wear fur. And I'm like, okay, being a war criminal yeah. <laughs> is different than wearing fur. <laughs> And also is against your marriage. Right. Like, right. literally, he doesn't think that you, what you and Portia have should be legal. So. Right. Um, and, like, and Bush never answered for any of the stuff he did while in office. Right. Like, he wasn't in trouble for lying about things to get us into a war. Right. Like, um, I'm just actually I'm not reading it. I'm, it's memorized. Uh, roses are red. Harambe's in heaven. George Bush did 9-11. You mean when we found out that the people who did it were from Saudi Arabia and then we attacked other countries? Right. Huh? (laughs) And how we're like friends with Saudi Arabia now. Because they have money? Because they've got the oil. Mm. Oh. I love capitalism. It's so cute. It's so cute. It's so in for fall right now. (laughs) Oh my god, where'd you get that new capitalism? Oh, this? It's vintage. It was my fucking grandmother's. It's been around. But so so the last case was pretty bad. Um, there was a black man named Botham John who was murdered by a white cop named Amber Geiger. Yep. And she claims she accidentally went into the wrong house thought it was her own and shot him thinking he was an intruder right yeah saying saying she thought he was an intruder when he's like sitting on the couch eating ice cream like an intruder is not gonna be sitting on your couch eating ice cream 
Um, she had. I might. Carly I was like, will. you just pointed at me. That might be something I would do, but. I wouldn't get shot over it because I'm white. <laughs> so. But she also had like a ton of Facebook posts saying like people are mm-hmm. lucky I don't kill them and stuff like that. So Jesus. it's sketchy yep. at racist this. shit. Um, but for some reason, his brother and the judge, who are both black, mm. decided to hug her. Um, and say they forgive it's, her. It's that white that white woman tears, man. And so, like, oof. she got a wicked lenient sentence, which is like ten years, which will probably serve like five. Um, right. and in the time, and I thought that, and a lot of people were saying, if the roles were re- reversed, oh, would have gotten, gotten life. life or the death penalty. Yeah, um, one thousand percent. But so. And they would have brought other charges in, like, oh, that one time he ran a red light. Right. You smoked pot. You smoked pot well, that so one time in college. The um, key witness, Joshua Brown, was mm. then murdered in suspicious That's circumstances. Right. Oh, my God. Right. Where well, they're trying to say that he was doing oh, a, there was a drug <laughs> like deal from people hours like away four hours away from because that's what people do. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Where am I going to get some weed? I better drive four hours yeah. to get. No. In a, and he lived in a state where it's legal. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he's it's, not going to drive out of state oh, to get weed. Oh, man. These yeah. cops. Messy, messy, messy. But so, so Amber Geiger is already appealing now that the key witness is dead. Oh. Oh. America. I didn't hear about that. So the thing about this is that the acts of forgiveness have been, like, celebrated by like white people, straight people, mm-hmm. they're all like, "Oh, look at this act of forgiveness! Yeah. It's so right. moving." Meanwhile, yeah. like they're a the lot, better person. yes. But meanwhile, a lot of people actually affected by this stuff are like, "No, fuck that! Don't forgive them!" Like, mm-hmm. you know, really uncomfortable with it, um, and saying stuff like, "If the roles were reversed, they wouldn't be forgiven." Right. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. So this like forgiveness and this kindness is only extended to like white people, straight yep. people, men, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so that being said, Frankie is obviously obviously not a murderer. <laughs> like I think. She- <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? I thought she murdered in that outfit. She's closer to the like Shane Gillis thing, like yeah, where she yeah. doubled down yeah. and all that stuff. But like the difference is, well, later we'll find out that she actually owns it and apologizes eventually. None of these people have apologized or owned it no. or yeah. proven they're right. going to do better. And they're just getting right. forgiven. And yeah, then white people are like, oh. Um, and to me, it's basically like a white person being like, well, if – he can forgive someone who murdered his brother. Mm. I can be forgiven for being a little racist. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's mm-hmm. it's like a desire to, you know, not be held responsible for your yep, behavior. Yeah. Um, that was my little rant about that. No, and it what yeah. it sucks because like I you know, I feel like as the the like the victim, the people who lost somebody, it's like obviously they have the right to react in whatever way that they that they feel that they need to you know what I mean? Like I don't know if that mm. if that was just like a per- normally forgiveness is a personal thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it sucks because it's on such a national right. spotlight that it's like, oh god, this is not good. It's not good. It's not good for all of us to see this. The thing that sucks to me is just like, yeah, the fact that like it's almost primarily white people being mm. like, oh yeah, oh right. this amazing act of forgiveness. Yeah, yeah, and it like almost holds the everybody else responsible to forgive exactly right yeah um no it's if it, it make it gives white people the view that like well yeah 
all like all black people should be that forgiving. Mm-hmm. Like right. If the brother forgave her, then Joe Schmode on the street should forgive her too. It's like okay. Mm. No. So yeah, it was I just thought it was timely. This episode was timely oh, yeah. for the yeah, current events. Totally. All right, back at the bush party. Ooh, ooh, Baz and Yael have a seat on a picnic table so that they can judge all the underage drinkers. <laughs> She's so judgy. Y'all, they paid $20 <laughs> to go to this party. To not and drink. Not drink. And not drink. <laughs> I just realized that. Okay, anyways. And then I'm assuming Hunter later pays $20. Anyways. Yeah. Okay, he's got money. That was fine. Yael <laughs> admits that Baz, every time it hurts, isn't the worst, which is the nicest thing she's ever said to him. And he asks if he can put his arm around her. She says, sure. He then commands her to look into his eyes and kiss him. <laughs> so to crazy. which Yael is like, are you fucking crazy? But Baz <laughs> sees that Grace is looking their way and he's trying to prove that he can be desired. So he's clearly still working the steps of that pickup artist book that yes. he was reading. Um, he then scoffs that Yael actually... <laughs> He then scoffs that Yael actually thought this was a real date. But like, dude, why didn't you just tell Yael that you were doing her a f- doing him a favor right. to help you get Grace? Right, like, and that's the bet that he yeah, won. Like, to, yeah, you like, you have to help me. Y- y'all, y'all are friends. Like, you could have just been like, hey, will you come to this party with me? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like, get this girl's attention. Like, you know what I mean? I'm sure she would have been, I mean, she wouldn't have liked it, but I think she would have done it. She, I mean, Yael's pretty, like, easygoing, mm-hmm. you know? So... Anyways, uh, of course, Baz. He then doubles down by saying it's awkward and that if things don't work out with Grace, Yael is totally like his third choice. Uh, She just keeps getting insulted. Yeah. (laughs) Yael wants Baz to take her home, Mm -hmm. but he won't because Grace is vulnerable right Mm. now. Oh, God, the creepiest, creepiest, rapiest sentence that he could use right now. Gross, gross. Um, I can use her vulnerability to get in her pants. Yeah. Rape culture. Yeah. He then tells Yael that she should find another way home. But this is where I'm like, y'all, Boz's dad, Baz's dad, just it dropped him off. Did he drive around the block and pick him up? I don't, anyways. <laughs> seems like they walked. I have no idea. This episode is a fucking mess. Yep. Um, Yael storms off because Baz is the worst. Grace looks over at him and he waves at her like a putz. I've never, I've never used the word putz, but that's what, that's what he looked like. That's what a putz uh, is. Yeah, Grace rolls her eyes. This was like the longest scene ever. Anyways, oh, yeah. M- Maya joins Grace, seeming like pretty drunk. Like, am I pretty? Like, yes. Maya is yeah, like she she's drunk. drinking the entire keg. Yeah. Um, Grace isn't having it. Maya asks if she's saving the seat for a special boy. Maybe a grade 10 stalker, who I assume <laughs> is Baz? I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but Grace is being a super bitch to Maya because she exists uh, <laughs> with her perfect hair and her perfect body. And all this reminds me of that Empire Records movie, yes. you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Where Liv Tyler is throwing speed pills at Renee Zellweger. <laughs> You're so perfect. Um, Grace admits that she likes Zig and that he basically barfed when she kissed him because she's the only girl at Degrassi he won't hook up with. <laughs> Maya is clearly dumbfounded as Grace storms off. Baz hot on her trail <laughs> while expressing that wait what while expressing that his mom thinks he's very mature for his age. Grace says she doesn't feel good, then promptly passes out. Baz says, Oh crap. <laughs> yep. 
Um, if this had been Next Generation, I think that Boz would have tried something when she oh, was yeah. Like, I feel like Next Generation oh, would have taken it to that level. Oh. Thankfully, they didn't. I hope that means as a people were getting better. Um, but I was like, oh, no. Like, in my mind, like, that, that, that womanhood in me was like, oh, no. Like, she just passed mm, out. And, and Baz, Baz is kind a of a creep. creep. Creep of the yeah, century. I was like, oh my god, I hope he doesn't touch Luckily, her. Luckily, there are a ton of people around. Luckily, it's a bush in white. party. Yeah, in white. You have to wear white. Uh, why? In the woods. Why did they have to? <laughs> I know. Why did, so like, get summer. And they were all wearing like summer no, dresses. No, it should be fucking a camouflage mandatory party because they're in the woods. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Baz is disgusting. He, yeah. like, he already tried that pickup artist shit and she already didn't go for it. And he's still trying. Yeah, it's trying something new, man. It's also really interesting that Baz likes Grace. Mm. Like, he's not edgy at all. Mm. Why is it that he's like, yeah, the girl <laughs> with the color in her hair, I like that. Like, it's I don't know, it just seems odd to me. Like, yeah. I feel like he wouldn't be into her. I feel like he'd be the dumb one that's, like, into the super-duper hot girl. Yeah, oh, definitely. You know, anyways. Um, whatever. I think she's hot. I know. I the conventionally attractive one. Um, okay. So Shay shows up at Frankie's house. Uh, so okay, her curfew. Did she? Well, I thought she had a curfew. <laughs> no. Oh, also, it should be noted that as Frankie is like reading her book on the bed, "Tell Your Sister" is the book. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, I did. I yes, I did read that. Um, but birds are chirping their asses off in the background yeah. while Frankie is reading alone in her room because it surely fucking feels like daytime. The birds are like, as if it's like fucking 8 a.m. Again, I don't know. I have no idea what time it is, but it seems like real fucking hardcore daytime. Frankie is shocked that she's there and starts offering her food and drink. Girl, get you some six kinds of jam. Am I right? Okay. Get some of those jams, Shay. Uh, but Shay just wants to talk. Frankie pulls out her laptop and reads Shay an apology letter that she wrote where she also admits that what she did was racist. She also apologizes that she took so long to read this, but that she was worried that Shay wouldn't accept it and that they'd never be friends again. Flustered, Frankie says she can go if Shay wants to, even though it's Frankie's house. <laughs> Lol. Uh, but Shay wants to talk a little more. Yeah. Shay wants to talk a little more over that lemonade. Mm. <laughs> like, let me get a glass. Um, man, okay, it sucks because I'm glad that I'm, like, it's, like, I'm, like, oh, good, Frankie, you're admitting you're racist, that's great. But, like, I really feel like they should have given Shay lines in this scene. Yeah. Like, they really should have given her a voice, and right, they did to tell her, like, to tell Frankie how it made her feel. Yeah. Right? Just to be, like, no, like, this is why it's wrong, because this is how I'm feeling, and when I saw that stuff yeah this is how i felt it was like it was just like in society right where like we were like oh look at shay is forgiving frankie for being racist but she's not given the opportunity to tell frank to tell frankie how the act made her feel right. or mm-hmm. you know be like hey if we're gonna be friends here is the absolute hard line of like what you have to do yeah in order to you know for me to forgive you. So I just felt like it was really shitty on Degrassi's part. I mean, like maybe they've got a staff of all white writers, but like Shay should have, Shay's character should have had lines mm-hmm. in this and been yeah. able to say her piece. Cause they didn't give her anything. But yeah, I, in general though, her apology was like decent. Um, yeah, it wasn't, right. it definitely wasn't bad. It could, you know, it could have been better, but it was, it was, it was pretty good. And ultimately like, I think that 
it was a mistake. It really, the issue with Frankie was the fact that she was just more concerned about how she was being perceived than what she actually did and who she hurt. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I think she's finally getting it. And Mm -hmm. so, and they were best friends. So it's like, it makes sense for Shay to forgive her. Yep. Um, I'm sure she like misses her and stuff like that. Right. Right. Uh, we're back at the bush party. Uh, Grace is passed out on the ground, surrounded by Maya, Zig, and Tiny, while Baz is like, I didn't do anything. Uh, they're Whatever. debating what they should do with her. Let her sleep it off, take her home. She could get in trouble if she goes home, though. Everyone is confused because she only had one beer, like everybody else. Everybody else only had one beer, right? <laughs> Um, Zoe comes swooping in and is a good friend for pretty much the first time in her life. She insists that they need to take Grace to the hospital because she has some pretty serious health problems, but she doesn't reveal what they are. Maya's going to drive her to the hospital. So I guess Maya is not drunk because all of a sudden she seems very sober. Anyway, I felt that as well. I was like, so you're drinking that keg and you drank the whole keg, Maya? You're the driver? (laughs) Okay. You fine? Okay. All right, so now we're cutting to Yael looking lonely as fuck Mm. as Hunter shows up in all black rubble. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, He asks if she kissed Baz, which she avoids by asking if he's allowed to be out by himself. But Miles drove him under the guise of getting ice cream because it's eternal summer. (laughs) It's Miles' brother. Yeah. Um, Yael is like, you drove all the way out here to confirm the virginity of my lips. More Ugh. like I'd be like, you dr- you paid $20 to get into this party to not drink and just get me? Cool. Right. <laughs> um, but Hunter insists that her first kiss should be with someone she cares about. They go back and forth alluding to being forever alone because no one they like would ever like them back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when Yael finally asks point blank if he likes her, Hunter is like, oh my God, you seriously don't know? But... He told her to go on a date with Baz. So, like, what the fuck? Hunter says his life is a train wreck, and he didn't want to pull her into it. She admits that she does like him, and it doesn't matter if it messes up their friendship, because it already has. Oh, <laughs> That's the most beautiful line. I know. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. So they Our friendship's already a <laughs> They lean into each other, and Hunter puts his arm around Yael mm. while offering her ride home. Aww. And then they gaze out into yeah. the forest. Because she doesn't want to ride home just yet. She wants to just sit there all cute Aww. and cuddly with Hunter for a while. Oh, <laughs> oh, Little kids. Ah, so cute. Oh, cuddle. Aww. Yeah. It's okay if it ruins our friendship. It's already ruined. <laughs> Such a weird Aww. thing to say. Um, I was going to say, do we want to talk about our first kisses? Oh, we could. Or should we talk about that? I mean, are we going to have... She didn't get her first kiss. She didn't, but, but we they could. they were talking about Neither did kiss. I. Oh, <laughs> then here we go. Never been kissed. Never been kissed. <laughs> Tell us about your first kiss, Marianne. Do you want to start? Do you want? I literally don't even know because I think it was the with Cameron Faggio on stage in the boyfriend. That certain thing called the boyfriend. Do 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 do. Is that the name of the play? <laughs> yep. Oh, it's okay. a musical. Oh, okay. Look it up. I've never heard. Of it. <laughs> you wouldn't. Um, because like all the boys I had crushes on in high school with my friends, mm-hmm. you know, Matt Wishnack, Sam Reggio. Tim Hall. I'm going to look up all these names on Facebook later, you know. I can't wait. <laughs> um, but I was too shy to like say anything because I wasn't comfortable with my sexuality or my body because I grew mm. up Catholic and we were told that this is a precious, don't talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. I didn't know what a boner was. Um, 
And so like when I got to college, I don't even like it wasn't I think I was like drunk at a party and just some guy's sloppy mm-hmm. mouth was uh. all over me. <laughs> and like and so like I hadn't had very good experiences with men again. And like, or kissing or whatever that was. And I always felt nervous that kissing was way more Mm. like I was viewing kissing as like losing your virginity. (laughs) Like that's what that was. (laughs) Lip virginity. Lip virginity is even more (laughs) scary than losing your virginity virginity. And like, and then online dating started Mm -hmm. happening. No, chat rooms. Chat rooms, excuse me. The chat rooms started. I was meeting boys in chat rooms. Um, I went on a date with a guy from Craigslist oh, God. before dating apps came out. That's wild <laughs> to me. And I went to a Blackhawks game. I didn't like him and I didn't kiss him or do anything or call him back or do any of that stuff. You um, got to go to a Blackhawks game. I did. I got to go to my, It's the one and only Blackhawks game I've ever been to. <laughs> this was back in like 2008. Wow. Um, and like, and then I'm just going on dating apps and it's like the idea of, I never had that. I don't think I ever had that like teenage like first kiss oh my god we kissed mm. um because then like the i don't know if you all feel this when you go on dates um or when you went on dates is like at the end you're feeling like this pressure of like well i guess i'll kiss him goodbye and then maybe he's gonna leave me alone or like <laughs> no it's <laughs> normally not <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna get what he wants so now he won't talk to me anymore so i'll just kiss him or like i don't know and like feeling bad that you don't want to kiss somebody because you're not attracted to oh. them. So instead I go mean the mean route. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> I could not tell you what my first kiss was because I have no idea. I don't, I don't, it was not, it was not as, I mean, it was with Cameron Faggio and it was like literally a, and I'd always get so red and like, I was like, oh my God, I just, that certain thing called the voice. And it was in the 50s. So, you know, we did the, the, the oh, Charleston. Yeah. That was Cameron Faggio, now gay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I know. And musical. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I can't imagine uh, the first kiss being like a acting thing, like, because you don't get that real first kiss. No, because it's mm. directed. Yeah. Well, what was your first kiss, Carly? Oh, girl, you—I talk about it in my one-woman show. Um, <laughs> oh my god, it was awful. Yeah, so you know, like thirteen years old, I think, twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, so I'm at, not missing anything. No, what you're oh no, no, at Good Times Roller Skating Rink, <laughs> you know, and uh, Billy Steves—he had got bought condoms from a quarter machine in the bathroom, and he came out with them, and I didn't even know him. I wasn't in like any classes with him. I just had heard of him. And he was waving them around. Everyone's like, ah, ha, ha, Billy has condoms. And then he, like, somehow fucking eyed me, came up to me, grabbed the collar of my shirt, and dropped the condoms down inside my shirt. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, and then was like, whoops, I better get those. (laughs) And stuck his hand down (laughs) my shirt. And I was just like, what is happening? I'm 13 and we're at Good Times Roller Skating Rink right now (laughs) in Merrimack, New Hampshire. Um, and then later that night, he was just like, so you my girlfriend? And I was like, I guess. I guess that's how this works. I don't know. I'm in seventh grade. I'm not sure. And then he like kissed me and it was the fucking nastiest, yeah. wettest thing ever. And I was like, how, how are your lips so wet on my face? And your tongue is like licking my uvula. What is happening? 
and he didn't have good breath. I was just like, this is awful. That's what kissing is. Yeah. And like he he left and I was just like, let me wipe that off my face. Like, God damn, that was bad. (laughs) Um, But anyways, I was like, but I have a boyfriend now. Oh my God, I'm so cool. (laughs) That's the goal. Yeah, yeah. So like as our like relationship continued, people at school were like, oh my, are you and Billy dating? And I was like, yeah. But then they were like, someone would say something about him. They're like, oh yeah, he's Jewish. And I was like, he is? I like literally had no idea. I didn't know anything about him. I was like, what? I guess I should talk to him. So then I was like, we should have, we should exchange phone numbers and we should talk. And he was like, okay. Um, And so I guess we talked a couple times on the phone so I could like learn anything about him. Um, And then, you know, like the next time I went to Good Times, he and I were sitting on, um, you know, one of the wooden booths over by the laser tag with friends across from us and he put his arm around me and then stuck his hand down the collar of my shirt and just cut my boob and we just sat there like that with his hand cupping my boob inside my sports bra and i was just like this is what having a boyfriend is like this is what you do in public as a fucking 13 year old (laughs) at good times roller skating rink um which is has closed down and was to my last knowledge it was uh, an in- they turned it into an indoor play space for kids, and they called it nothing but good times. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I can attest to that. Yeah. And to this day, every now and again, Billy Steves will send will still send me a message online, being like, I think you should listen to this song. It reminds me of you. <laughs> oh God! Stop it. That's creepy and gross. I hate him. Granted, we did date again when I was like 19, so yeah. that's probably the problem. And uh, he didn't really get any better at kissing. I hope he doesn't uh, listen to these podcasts. People uh, were, I'd say I didn't get kissed well until I was at least 19. Mm, yeah. Like all of the um, high school. My high school boyfriend was a good kisser. But anyway, yeah, I can do yeah. So yeah, mine was terrible also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> terrible and gross. Oh, but at God. the time, I was like excited about it, but... It was a terrible situation, so, and this is part of what me and Beth were on the outs about for a couple years, Mm. (gasps) was, yeah, so, Beth introduced me to this guy, and- I didn't know he was your first kiss, shit, continue. Yeah, Uh, I was like 16, and this guy was friends with Beth and in her friend group, and so I'd come to visit, because I lived like an hour and a half away from you guys, so I'd come and visit, and like, I'd- hang out with Beth's friends and all that stuff. But for some reason, we, like, became, like, best friends really fast. Um, but he had a girlfriend. <sighs> and it was, like, a whole thing. Like, I developed a crush on him, but I wasn't going to make a move because he had a girlfriend. Like, I was just, you know, we're best friends, whatever. And he would, like, tell me he loved me all the time Mm. and just, like, confide in me. We would talk on the phone all night. Like, we were just really tight. And he would tell me that his girlfriend was terrible and that she neglected him and all this. Like he he was He was definitely, like, a manipulator. Oh, he was gaslighting the fuck out of you. Yeah. So, anyways, but I, you know, whatever. It was, like, we were friends and I was okay with that. But then he came out to stay at my house because we were going to see Taking Back Sunday. Yes. And so we went. My stepdad brought us to the Taking Back Sunday concert in Worcester. That's a band, Marion. Um. As you're whispering, this mic picks up everything. Is that a band? <laughs> they perform in chat rooms. <laughs> Worcester. <laughs> yeah, we in Worcester. Um, and so at the show, he would like, 
he was like holding my hand and stuff. And I was like, oh my okay, god, oh okay. my god. I was just like freaking out. I'm like, okay, okay. And then so he stayed over, but you know, obviously slept on the couch. And then the next day we're down in my bedroom, and all of a sudden he just jumps on me and just like the you know now that I think back to it I'm like that was the nast one of the nastiest kisses ever mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was like you guys said super wet and just yeah. gross yeah but I was like I had been waiting for my first kiss for so long so I was just like ah and the next thing you know his hands down my pants <laughs> <gasps> whoa that yes. escalated yeah. quickly and I was just like oh and frozen and just like okay and went with it mm-hmm. and we didn't have sex ever like we just fooled around but so that continued for like a year of oh us hooking up and him telling me he loved me and talking to me on the phone every night and telling me his girlfriend was terrible and then finally his girl he told his girlfriend like a year later and Beth found out, and she got so mad at me that we. He's didn't. still dating her a year later. Yeah, he he would like definitely make me feel like they were gonna break up and we right. were gonna get together. Oh yeah, of but he just never did, and I was like being manipulated by him. Mm-hmm. And you know, granted, I knew it was wrong, but mm-hmm. you know, I thought I was in love with him, and mm-hmm. da da da. And but yeah, once Beth found out, she got so mad at me. That we didn't talk for like two years. Mm. Um, Whoa, girl, you hold a grudge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My sister, I love you, Bethany. Hey, Bethany. <laughs> Look, she. We've all been to therapy, okay? We've all been to therapy now. We're all a lot better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was so. You know, what was so funny about that's not. I mean, it wasn't funny at the time, but like, it's very similar to when we were kids. Like, because Bethany always hated me when we were kids, and her and Jesse when they'd hang out. Like, I mean, Jesse was always fine with me, mm. but like Bethany would be like, no, you can't play with us. But eventually they would fight. They always fought yep. about something. And then Jesse would come sauntering on over to me and was ready to play. And I was like, fuck it, I'll take it. Yeah. I am desperate. Aww. Let's do this. Let's be friends. Um, and then like that two years that you guys were on the outs, I was like, well, sweet. Jesse's my best cousin friend now. Sorry, Beth. Oh, I was God. like, I'm doesn't bother me what she did. I, I mean, I don't see her having a podcast with jesse no well she's got fucking kids and shit so i know that so, doesn't stop you i know it, it was just, don't talk about my kids bethany doesn't know she's gonna hold a grudge <laughs> she she i told her that if i had a kid she could have it and if she finds out that i've been hoarding them at my house oh, she and has. not she's giving them three. to her three shut up oh god cool. they're all beautiful so we all had pretty bad first kisses <laughs> yeah that's great that sucks actually it and and it, and actually makes I think listeners, the the children who are listening, to go to bed. Podcast, go to bed. Um, that it's not again, and you know how people put so much pressure on losing your virginity. It's like the same exact pressure, but at a, like a lower level when mm-hmm. you're a teenager. It gets better. That like the pressure to have the perfect first kiss. Mm-hmm. You watch these movies and you're mm-hmm. at like sleepaway camp and the boys camp and the girls camp get together for a dance. So you're saying kiss. it's not normal for me to think on every first date that I drunkenly hook up with. I'm like, what if he's my future husband <laughs> and I don't remember our first kiss? Correct. It doesn't oh, matter no. the first. What matters is the journey. <laughs> Can we, There, there's our new phrase that's going on a pillow. Oh, good. Live, laugh, love. love. <laughs> 
Oh, so good. So we are in the hospital now. With a real chill mother who's not freaking out. Nope, not at all. She's really fucking chill about it. Um, And Grace just woke up. Anyways. Uh, Yes. Even though she only had one beer, it doesn't matter because with her new meds, it's going to ruin her life, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Grace feels so alone. And her mom says that if she continues to keep her condition a secret from her friends, she'll continue to feel alone. Truth. But she's not alone. Maya stayed at the hospital to make sure she was okay, which is really nice of Maya, considering that, like, yeah. uh, she just Grace stormed off and yelled bitch. at her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was just really mean to her, and Maya came through. Um, so Maya comes in saying how scary it was and how she's glad Zoe told them to bring her to the hospital. Grace is clearly surprised that Zoe is the person who came to her rescue. Um, and, and also, like, I thought it was really cool of Zoe to not out her secret right like she was like trust me she needs to go to the hospital but not right. saying like because you know that's that's grace clearly grace doesn't want right to know and, that's, and she'll tell them in yeah, her time that's grace's secret to, to tell um but grace finally admits to maya that she has cystic fibrosis oh no not another ah moment no Aww. Aww. wait cut it and then go back say that one more time <laughs> no 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 the, the, what we're saying ought to um okay 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 uh, Grace finally admits that she has cystic fibrosis. Ah, <laughs> nailed it. it. Got it. <laughs> so then we're yes. Now we're back in the hallway. I guess this is like the right before the big volleyball game. Uh, Frankie is reading her apology letter to the team, and she says that she wrote it on the wall of the volleyball regional page. The team votes to let Frankie back on, and if other teams have an issue, she won't play. I like that when they're all voting. The one girl who... Goldie? Wait, no. Who was it that voted last? <laughs> the one with the um, hijab. Hijab, hijab. Oh, yeah. Hijab, yeah. I don't know what to say. Goldie, Goldie yeah. She's like, she's like standing there looking at everybody being like, but uh, she's race. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, but, but also Goldie also drew that picture. Like right. the whole team did it. It was just that Frankie, it was Frankie's idea and Frankie specifically drew the monkey. That yeah. was... So, yes, Shay Frankie, was the only one who wasn't involved. Yes. Of course. Um, but that's just the funniness of it. It's that, like, they're not holding the entire team accountable. They're just holding just Frankie. Frankie. And, yeah, the other, like, girls of color on that team are like, yeah, Frankie's racist. It was like, y'all, Goldie. <laughs> y'all were all so racist. Goldie saw the drawing and was like, oh, my God, it looks just like her. Like, so, yeah, I was like, uh, uh, y'all are pretty bad, too. Yeah. Anyways um whatever they're friends again yes uh anyways if the other team has a problem shay says they'll take it one game at a time Mm. even though this is the last game of the season (laughs) tiny comes up like oh frankie got a second chance shay hugs the crap out of him and then they kiss which she follows up with oh my god what do we do he tells her to go win her game Mm. cut to Lola on the bus being like, yay, we're all BFFs again. Here's to nothing coming between us. <laughs> Shay that. looks worried. I loved that so much. I was like, what a cliffhanger. I know, right? Like, nothing bad will ever come between us, girls. We're all best friends. I Not, can't wait. None of us are doing anything mean to each other or stabbing each other in the back. Yay, friends. Have um, you guys ever dated somebody's ex? Uh, I don't think I have. Or like, had somebody date your ex? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I, I never. Um, I don't think I did anybody's ex. Uh, because generally, 
me and my friends have drastically different yeah um, me and my friends have different tastes for sure um but in in high school when my high school boyfriend and i broke up and he started hanging out with this girl becca that was a friend of mine she was a friend of mine a good friend of mine i was gonna ask how you felt but i can clearly hear it in your story keep going i used to have angry dreams about her where i would beat her up in my dreams i was so angry it was literally the moment flames flames Mm -hmm. on the side of my face (laughs) yeah oh my god uh i hated her so hard for that and I actually remember one time, and I'm a pretty mild-mannered gal, mm-hmm, but I had, sure. a lo- I had a lot of anger for her. I mean, I think there was a lot of other things going on, like my mom having cancer and shit. Like, mm-hmm. just light but, stuff. Yeah, like, just light, just light treason. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, but I remember this one time, because, like, the whole the whole time that he and I, my, my high school boyfriend and I were broken up, uh, we would still, like, hook up. So, like, it was, like... Sounds we were cost- on brand. Um, what, shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, but yeah, no, it's totally on brand. I'm like, I'm not done with a man until I say I'm done with a man. Right. Okay. Until you find the nut. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm saying if he breaks up with me, like, oh, we're going to continue to fuck until mm-hmm. I'm done with you. But if I break up with you, then I'm done. Mm-hmm. Right. But it wasn't my choice. So we continued to hook up. Basically, like, I would just wear really slutty outfits to school. And then he'd be like, oh, I think I want to get back together with you. And I'm like, uh-uh, <laughs> I know. Anywho. So one time, this is probably like the meanest thing I've ever done, like, because I'm not a mean person. Um, but he would, uh, we would walk to class together, like, we would sit together in the morning, and then we'd walk to class together, and we both had English, but we were in different classrooms. So, like, you know, once we were walking, and I'm like, oh, well, class doesn't start for, like, five minutes. Do you want to just, like, chat? And he was like, oh, I, I gotta go to class. And I was like, your class is, like, across the hall. Like, what do you mean? Is it, like, what? He's like, I just gotta, I gotta go. I was like, okay. So he would always do this, right? Like, he had to get class early for some reason, whatever. So then one time, like, we parted ways. I went and put my stuff down, and I had to go pee. So I walk back in the hallway, and I see that he's talking to her in the hallway. And, yeah, he, like, sees me and is like, oh, no, I've been caught. And I just looked at both of them, and I was like, fuck you and fuck you. And then went to the bathroom. And, like, I... And wept. And, I mean, internally. I don't think I... I don't think... I think it held it together in class, but... I was like, yeah, man. Wow. Wow. Anyways, it didn't last long um, between them. And then we he and I got back together and it's fine. Um, I was very confused. Her and I were very drastically different. She was very mm. religious and stuff. And I was like, I know she's not putting out. She's religious. <laughs> what are you doing? You can't just like her for her. Right. Like, that's, not, that's not how that works. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, I guess he liked her for her, but mm-hmm. long story short, didn't last. Yeah. He came back to mama. Mm-hmm. I It took me having a crush on his best friend, Joey Gagne, but you know what I mean? Aye, aye, aye. All I got to do is set up a little friendship date where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go hang out with Joey. And he's like, wait, what? Okay. I'm like, yeah. And then he was like, can I come? And I was like, well, I don't know. And then he wanted to get back together. And I was like, surprise. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've, I've not dated anyone's ex. I've only dated people who were like, I, I, I never like had a boyfriend in high school. And then once I graduated high school, most of my friends were like scattered around New England. Mm. So like, it was kind of one of those things where song. people didn't really have the opportunity to date my ex or vice versa because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they weren't around. Um, one of my friends did like make out with someone I had a crush on for a while and that I was like oh but like I I let it go but it definitely yeah. stung because it was um, just a crush yeah it was just 
next. I, I don't cry. <laughs> uh, themes. I said, oh, wow. I love it when I spell things wrong. Um, it, I'll read what I wrote, and then I'll fix it. Mm-hmm. It's better to talk about things rather than boggle them up. Boggle <laughs> Now that game can but get yeah, dangerous. Don't, don't boggle up your feelings. Yep. You got to roll those dice. It's a very dangerous game. I'm pretty sure that's boggle. Uh, yeah, no, again, a lame theme on my part, but mm-hmm. I try. I put crushing on a friend and going for it. <laughs> harder than you think because they well they all go for mm. it it's they varying do. results like right grace oh, doesn't doesn't get with zig but yael and hunter are, are like yeah we're in mutual like and shay and tiny kiss and then so. shay and tiny yeah oh, oh in my mind i was like oh frankie was crushing on shay <laughs> she went for it <laughs> no you're right though no that makes sense too damn it's beautiful. Uh, Marianne Carlson. Yes. Do you have hi, any everyone. social media you want to plug? I mean, I have an Instagram. It's Marishka Dish, which is uh, my Polish aunt used to call me Marishka Dish because Marishkana is Polish. Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. I had no idea why. See, the more you know. Yeah. I didn't know that's why. Friendship. M A R I S H K A D I S H. Marishka Dish. Don't worry, she spelled it out with her finger on the table. I did, because I had to spell That's how I used to have to spell my middle name's Margaret, and I could never remember. I still can't. M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T. It's a very difficult word, Margaret. 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 Um, I post some fun things. Um, people like following my journey through life. Yeah. Um, I have we, friends that are like, I go to bed and watch your stories because it makes me happy. <laughs> We've been told that Marianne and I need to have a travel blog Ooh. because when we went to Ireland together, we posted we a lot of fun We were having so much fun. So we need an Instagram of just the two of us. Mm. So if anybody wants to support us yeah, and we, give us money, we'll totally we travel, travel and blog about it for you to enjoy. And find things that not 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 for tourists, you know, mm-hmm. like just two gaps out on the town you know hanging out and we're gonna call ourselves five foot six foot five foot six foot that's right <laughs> well you can follow you can follow us across social media at a social disease uh carly still doesn't have anything to follow <laughs> i'm a secret i want her to make one for her cat yeah like oh yeah because i don't think i did i reveal that i i got a cat and she's only got one eye and her name is Nick Furry, she's and amazing. I love the shit out of her. You she has so, so many followers. She's so cute, and she's so friendly, and like honestly, never leaves me alone when I come home. She crawls, she perches. She on perch. Her. She really fucking perches on me. She like she sits on the edge of my bed, and she waits for me to come towards her. And sometimes she just like it's up on her hind legs. Like, are you coming? Come here. I'm gonna fall. Like so, she she climbs me and sits on my shoulder, and I walk around the house and get my things done while she's perched on my shoulder like a parrot. She's the sweetest. Yeah, and sometimes I even like I'm like I gotta go to the bathroom. We doing this? Okay. And she like stays on my shoulder while I'm peeing, and I'm like, this is weird, but whatever. <laughs> and like it's really hard to get my pants up and down with beautiful. you on my shoulder, oh, but. You're hanging on, I guess. That's what I say. So I guess that's what I need to have an IG about because mm-hmm. she's cute. Um, yeah. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jesse, which is J-E-S-S-A-Y, or on Instagram at Monday Night Roar, which is R-A-W-R. 
Um, and don't forget to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Give us a good rating, please. We're desperate. Pew, pew, pew. Cancel out that weird random one star rating. Yeah. I don't like when people give one stars for no, no freaking reason. Yeah, there was no, there was no. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't write about it. They didn't it. give us anything to work on. We don't know why they don't like us. Yeah. How are you supposed I to improve? It was a men's right how are you supposed to not be a racist if you don't know you're a racist? I'm just saying. We're here to help. We're just a couple of white gals here to help. Uh, yeah so join us next time when we discuss season 2 episode 10 hashtag OMFG oh my fucking god season finale oh there's gonna be a cliffhanger isn't there Uh, I live for cliffhangers you better watch the next episode it's wild alright well thanks for listening everyone thanks y'all bye Bye. And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack and Carly Joe Gear. And this has been a social disease podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>